Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Fans are excited. This is an Andy Hart PU reunion right here. Do you have an answer for that, Andy? Why don't you make yourself useful? Uh, Why don't you come on a radio show where people are listening? Are you just going to loiter around Matt Morell like a creep, or are you going (laughs) to actually jump on the show? You treat him like I treat Paul. I I already know what he's going to say, so I just ignore it. You're old. You're fat. You don't want to be here. You just want to sit at the blue line. Why are you talking about personal? (laughs) (laughs) You're bringing your own escorts now to practice. That's a little racist. you want to call Aaron an escort, it's not really my type, but if you're interested. (laughs) Do you ever let her talk? Yeah. Uh, She talks whenever she wants. She has a name. It's Alex. I know. I couldn't think of it at that moment. <laughs> I had them yeah. with a nine. What yeah. did you yeah. have? Eight and yeah. nine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's a new Fred. It wow. Is. No, it's accurate Fred, as I've always been. Since when? Since I left, maybe? Because no, when the, I was here, you were never For accurate. the last 28 years, tell Patriots fans what you think about this team, and you know, on a state, yeah. you know, place that actually people are listening. How many what, times what, are you going to go to the same bad joke? What, why? Well, no, it's nothing bad about it's it. nothing it was, bad, yeah. That was, the third, that was the I third time. I will fight you all. And it's, it's the not third really time. a joke. It's still funny. It's really not a it's joke. Funny. The truth is sometimes painful. It's good to have Andy back. <laughs> yeah. This is Patriots Unfiltered. Fueled by Duncan. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Wednesday here at Gillette Stadium, and you never know who's going to pop in. To Patriots Unfiltered, as we saw yesterday, a raucous show. Uh, but it's Deuce, it's Alex, it's Paul, it's me, it's Matt in the booth, and we're here until 2 o'clock talking Patriots. Oh, no, it's the what's Thursday. what's today? Thursday. 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 I said it's Wednesday. Oh. Holy mackerel, I lost track of time. Just Week proof three. that I don't pay It is Thursday already here at Gillette Stadium, and today's picks. picks. Got to hurry. Gotta hurry. Uh, but we got a lot to talk about. We might delve in a little bit to some things that are going on in Boston. I don't know. Well, we got our Celtics. They didn't have one that here, fit them, so. <laughs> Alex. Uh, you guys want to get into that already? <laughs> <laughs> you, couldn't no, find, you couldn't find but, one that fit them. But here's the thing, and Alex, I was going to talk to you, and we'll do this on air because I don't think that it's okay. like I don't think you'll get it too embarrassed or anything. But no, like I was just like I, I like what Alex is getting into on Twitter and all that stuff. But if like I'm the Celtics, I'm like. Why are the people working for the Patriots getting into our business on Twitter? <laughs> you know, because I got a call once for criticizing the Globe on something they were saying about the Patriots, and I got a call from from because somebody from the Red Sox called us. Like, why is Fred getting involved in this? Oh. You know, so just what well, if, just yeah, be what if I get hired? Just be careful. You're famous, though. Nah, well, she I'm is sure. too. Listen, she was a runner-up for the Greg Hill Show. <laughs> I'm only kidding. That's my biggest uh, accomplishment. That was a shot at you. I got it. That was a shot. That was was like if Andy was here, that's Uh, something I would say to Andy. I'll take it. You have to be able to take it. I I, I do. Yeah. But I mean, to be fair, kind of a quirky quirky thing i don't think he should be putting the organization in that position where oh f- yeah. a- absolutely uh, um yeah. and isn't there like um and if i cover if the it, team for anyone, an external outlet yeah, outside we, of I, this job i cover the celtics yeah, part time like, yeah in case in case people quick, aren't right. from the area don't know uh the head coach of the celtics he's going to get suspended the question is for how long for having an, a consensual intimate, intimate relationship right. with someone on a staff. female member so Wojnarowski yeah. has reported full year and yeah. Missoula is going to step up as the assistant it's ready to go full year yeah so my thing is this and this is just again we don't know nothing yeah if if it's a full year there's something to this right 100%, now it right? wasn't 
they, you know, they're very swift to use the word consensual because if it's anything yeah. less than that, he's fired. Right. You know, that's for any company. If well, it was less than consensual. If it's not consensual, I mean, he's right. going to get brought up it, with charges. It's, assault, it's Matt Lehrer. <laughs> That's assault, brother. <laughs> Who's the guy uh, for NBC? Matt Lehrer. Uh, Matt Lauer. Yeah, Lauer. Lauer. Matt Lauer. Why can't you just say yeah. names? I don't know. I don't know names. We're, we're being serious now. I know. It's good with faces. But, but with yeah, so they – they feel for the league. They were, you know, very – it's very important for them to, spe- you know, to specify that it was consensual, but yeah. – I think something must have happened. For sure. There's something going on you know, there. This so isn't like your run-of-the-mill. She's yeah. upset or somebody else was upset or I don't know. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't know what team. happened, but it's, but it's inappropriate. Like, it's not that hard. Like, I, I don't really get this. There's a lot of people that are sort of saying, you know, he had an affair. What's the big deal? Like, if you think that's the only problem here. When you're in a position of management. Your power. Yeah, yes. You can't do it. He's it, the head coach of the team. How many people in the organization aren't under him? Right. You know, Wick? Right, right. <laughs> Everybody. Brad Stevens? That's now, about it. Now, staffer and staffer, there might be a rule about you have to tell HR or something, but that's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not talking about. You know, people who are working together all day and they're at the same level and they end yeah, up. We've, we've you know, all worked in a million yeah. different places where there's office romances right. that go on among, you know, yeah, people yeah. of similar But when you're steps. at that level, go find somebody else. The boss yeah. can't, you know. Yeah, the yeah. boss can't be in those relationships with his underlings. And they're like, well, what do you want him to be on? Bumble? You know, when he travels from city to city, first no, of all, do you, need, do you need somebody <laughs> from city to city? That's And, and then. Besides the fact like, that he. He has a like. He's in a relationship. Yeah, that's better than yeah. you know subordinates. You yeah. know, so I. It's but something happened. Jeez, I never thought yeah. about that, Deuce. When I was well, traveling all those years, you could have just I, gone on Bumble. Bumble. Yeah, like, who, I, I know. I would I would have been tindering it up. What happens in Vegas? We were just there. Right? Yeah. So know. so anyway, what was your dating app that you just uh, you recommended? There's so a new Raya one? is the dating app that all the athletes and celebrities are on. So, oh, Raya. Like you, have so you have to have like you have to be like approved to be on it. Yeah. Blue check mark. It's Paul. Oh, Paul. I can't even get full one on Twitter. On there? Not even just the full ch- uh, blue check mark. I don't think. I don't know. Full disclosure. I'm not on Raya, but but I mean, if you're an I athlete know. or celebrity, do you do you need that? You know? That's the thing is, you can't put yourself in this situation. You just went to the NBA Finals. You're now the favorite to win the NBA Finals again. How long did it take you to get this job as a head yeah. coach? It's your first year. You really can't act professional. Nope. With a female staffer, and I mean, it wasn't like the language wasn't. I don't even want to speculate. And you're on a this big part. Celtics fan. I'm a huge Celtics fan. Yeah. That's why I'm upset. I don't care. I'm not the morality police on Twitter. I don't care about that. I care that like have some accountability. You are like does this? I don't know. We're in a world where the presidency like doesn't mean anything, and it was made a joke of. But like I miss the times where people were accountable and they held position with professionalism and like grace. I don't know, and this wasn't a big deal. But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That's just, yeah. I mean that that it's the position. It's the now position. the NBA now the Celtics are going into the season as favorites, literally the betting favorites to win one of the best off seasons in the league, and now they don't have their head coach. Yeah, and that's and the and position you're putting your team in. And who is the Dr. coach? Bob? Who who is this guy that they that they're going to have uh, replacing him for the Joe Mazzullo? He's coached the summer league teams. Um, coached summer league teams to a two, few championships for what that's worth, but. <laughs> Um, he's a Rhode Island guy. Chess. Oh. They did it on purpose. High school with chess. Yeah, we won. Matt, oh. Maddie, ask oh. Maddie. Oh. There we go. <laughs> he's a Hendrickson guy. Yeah, he was a senior when I was a freshman. Oh yeah, because yeah. I know he's from Johnston, right? 
they give you any atomic wedgies? His brother or was a, a year above me too. Oh, I don't know. Random small Rhode Island facts. Funny. Nice. They all know each Are other. Are there any other kinds? Eric <laughs> <laughs> ah. probably knows them too. <laughs> so, uh, so that's what's going on in the sports world yeah. in Boston. The year, it's, it's the big. Year, it's the huge. year thing was was just what struck me that that was you know. That's why it's not just like oh a consensual relationship between two yeah, adults. Clearly, if they're willing to suspend him right. a year and enter the situ- season in this situation. Yeah. And and you know I don't again I don't know the details but. It seems like good for the Celtics for, you know, having some principle there. Although they might, their hand might have been forced. Mm-hmm. For all I know, I don't know. But yeah, it's it's pretty harsh. Yeah, yeah. It's always tough when you're like I mean, right in the middle of it breaking, and there's there. When did it break? When did they know? When is this all? But you're just getting caught up right now. I feel like on on what actually happened. I mean, this sounds like something like Rick Pitino would do. <laughs> I saw a funny Urban tweet. Meyer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you know what? It's like. No one seemed to be like, uh, you know, n- there was outrage when it happened to those kinds of guys. Is it because everybody didn't like those guys? Probably. Like, wh- when they yeah, had, like, right. and, you know, and, yeah. th- and they were less than this. Right. Because this is actually someone on staff, someone yeah. that works for the Celtics. Right. And not to mention how this makes female. And he's not married, is he? This guy? Him and Nia. He's in a relationship he was with a child. Engaged to Nia Long. From my understanding, they were. I always thought it was Nia Long. I might be wrong too. I might know. I might might be be wrong on that one. I could be wrong on that one. Vocal Fry and Nia Long. I'm learning all (laughs) kinds of stuff from Alex. She's learning me. (laughs) No, the Nia. I'm not gonna. It could be Nia. I don't know. But they were estranged. Either way. Oh, okay. I did not know. Regardless. So he's he's a it's a female staffer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know. Like that just looks bad. Women aren't are take not taken seriously enough already. In these positions, and it's just another reason to not make these hires. So, and we know it was a female staffer, because it wouldn't matter if it Sh- wasn't on it, it, Shams Sharania. It did say on the tweet. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, what, it doesn't matter if no. it's female or male, in my opinion. No. You know, no, you it's know. the same. Yeah. As long as it's someone that works, f- you know, right. ostensibly for him. Yeah. You yep. have the power. I guess all of our. Uh, our training on our online modules is this finally coming I mean, out. in all seriousness, <laughs> we, we have to watch hours of this yeah. stuff. Like, and now I'm sure everybody who's commenting on it had to watch the same stuff that we did. Right. But everybody's okay with it because I don't know if you know, we went to the finals last year, Fred. <laughs> we have a pretty good team. There, there was an immediate knee-jerk defense of it. Well, yeah. Oh, it was having a fan. He's a human being. Don't you want your coach to have some accountability? I like, know. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the position. He's not. It's this isn't two staffers with an office romance, you know. I know they happen here all the time. But yeah, again, know? we've all worked. I worked at the Herald too. They happen there too. Right. But I never heard of anything with the boss and like a reporter. Right. Right. That's wrong. That's wrong. Now you're getting preferential treatment. You're getting assignments that everybody else wants. Why are you getting them? Because you're sleeping right. with the boss. And and maybe she wants to break up and the boss says you can't do it or you lose your job or you don't get an increase or, or whatever. It's not. It's just that's why HR it's pretty says simple to just see. don't do it. Right. Just don't do it. It's pretty simple to see where it can go wrong. Yeah. Just don't the do it. The lawsuits it opens the team up to. It. Yeah. No yeah. comment. Just better to have no comment. Yeah. And I, you know, like I understand the lament. Well, we spend 24 hours a day here. I don't get to meet anyone. Oh, geez. Come on, please. You know, you'll find Sad the time. Story. Yeah. You, I mean, you're yeah. famous. You're and the rich. head coach of the Celtics. <laughs> I mean, you can figure it out, you know? Oh, yikes. All right. All anyway. Right. Yeah, Patriots. Yeah, Patriots. Yeah. 
Ravens. So uh, we had our first practice yesterday. We had our first participation report, as expected. Yeah. Duggar was on it, as did not participate, yeah. even though he was out there. Yeah, Jacoby, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, in some of the reports now, Jacoby should be okay. Um, not so sure about Duggar. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I think he's a good piece when you're talking about defending Lamar Jackson of, of speed and ability to play close to the line of scrimmage. And tackle. Like, he's tackle. a really good tackle. He's a sure tackle. Yeah. Yeah, Doug, I mean it's Doug. uh it's 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 uh, it's going to be a blow if he can't go and you know it's interesting because you know Jabril Peppers, Josh Bledsoe, are those guys you know ready to deal with Lamar Jackson? Plus um, Bledsoe's hurt too. Bledsoe's been hurt. Um, you know, Bill talking a little bit about Peppers, haven't really got to know him much. It still seem like he's like in the education phase yeah. of, of what they're doing. So uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I how they're going to match. Peppers spent time in Cleveland, mm-hmm. so he might have at least some experience going against Lamar. That's a good, that's a good observation. I have to check. You know, wow, I'll tell yeah. you, between the, the, the positive affirmation I got yesterday on this show from my coworkers and now that from Deuce. You don't know what to do. I, I'm riding a hot streak. Okay. I'm really it seems high to on me, myself right now. You know, <laughs> I am the opposite of uh, vocal fry right yeah. now. It seems to me with, with the Baltimore offense, this is an offense where you can, you can actually do well or you can fail miserably. Because I think you need to play really good, solid team defense. Yeah. You don't necessarily need studs on defense to to compete with discipline. these guys. Yeah, you, you have to be disciplined. disciplined. I think that's a good word. Did you use um, – That's another praise well, for thanks, you, Thanks, Fred. Um, I'll expect a little extra Paul's this week in the envelope. <laughs> um, did you introduce his roundtable questions? I did. Yeah. I, um, just before I came well, down. Well, that was part of my answer to, you know, like the key matchup. Yep. You know, and – Short of like a specific matchup, I just said Judon against Lamarvelous because the edges I think need to you know it's going to be Uche, you know probably Mac Wilson. Yeah, I put Mac Wilson. You in know there. those yeah. kinds of guys because I don't know who's going to be on the other side. I know Judon is on one side, but that's exactly what I meant when yeah. I when I wrote that is that the discipline that it takes to not get upfield and not necessarily chase after him but contain him. Right. Is hard for sixty minutes. Right. He's waiting for you to make one of those mistakes where you can shoot a gap, and all of a sudden he's off to the races. Right, or you commit too much, and the guy's wide open over the top. Right. You know, yeah. so and he can hit them too. They're just, I mean, explosive scores, and that's, you know, one of my biggest keys to the game is just the big plays. You know, if yeah. you can if you can keep him kind of contained and not give up that seventy yard, seventy nine yard touchdown run. Or get beat over the top, but of course, as I texted Paul, getting a little help on the injury report as we got back upstairs after yesterday's show. Lamar not really throwing, got a elbow sleeve on. Yeah, who knows? Uh, Duvernay, Calais Campbell, and Justin Houston getting veteran days off. So I, I mean, you know, what's it going to mean when we get out there? I don't know, but we'll um, see. yeah, they uh, they they are having trouble with their pass rush, I guess, over in Baltimore. They had Jason Pierre-Paul in for a free agent oh, visit. Really? And uh, Harbaugh's come right out and said, we got to do better. Um, I mean, I think they're a little bit of a mix of kind of like the Patriots were, where you've got a couple of old horses that maybe aren't quite what they used to be, and then you've got some young guys like Queen and, and uh, what's his name, Owe. Owe. He was Owe. a first-round draft pick. He's uh, been yeah. disappointing yeah. so far. He was great last year, but I think he's off to a slow start, to that Fred's be, point. Yeah. And then you have the big lead the other day. You would think that's when you're really going to be able to generate some pressure, and yeah. obviously – they, they didn't, according yep. to Harbaugh. Yep. So it, it's – I think it's a, it's a fast – they're all fascinating. Every week poses different challenges. But this is fascinating because of Lamar Jackson. You know, he's so unique. Yep. Um, uh, not that he's the only running – but he's so good. 
I mean, like, Mahomes is a good runner, but he ain't Lamar Jackson when he runs. I mean, you there's know? only a handful of players in the league where one misstep or missed tackle, he's fast enough that you're, you're done. No, you're, not, you're done. You're not going to catch him. He's the best running quarterback, yeah. I, I think, ever. Ever. Um, Better yeah. than Michael Vick. Vick is, yeah. the, Vic the, is two, the only right? one. Yeah. Vick is the only one that comes close, and I don't think he ever had the production. Better than Archie Manning? <laughs> Arch. Arch or Archie? Yeah. Fran Tarkenton? Be specific. Uh, no. That's a good R- Roger the Dodger Starbuck? Great scramblers. <laughs> all, all of those guys are great scramblers. Vick is the only one, to me, is even in the category, and I, I think this guy's a better uh, pure runner. I think he has more power than Vick did. Vick may have been more explosive, but... I mean, yeah. thousand yard seasons and yeah. What would you rather see happen? What would you? What do you think the Patriots could live with more? One of their receivers having a hundred and fifty yards reception or Jackson rushing for a hundred yards. I might what say, would they rather have? I mean, I might yeah. say Jackson rush for a hundred. yards. I think yards, so too. You know, because you're not gonna. He's gonna get his yards. I think you're in trouble either way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. With that, I I would probably go with you guys. I would probably say yeah. that you know. Because if he's throwing it around, then if the you know receiver, you got no yeah, if the receivers are held in check and it's just just Jackson, right? Because if if he's throwing to 150 yards to Rashad Bateman, he's probably running well too. Yeah, but I think you're in trouble if Lamar Jackson rushes for 100 yards too. That means he's made a lot of plays. Yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, I think the running backs aren't impressive too. So you know, no, the running backs. Have any, done any way you can get them to, I think, any time they're hand, he's handing the ball off. Or not throwing it to, to Mark Andrews is probably a good thing. But like you said, it's so unique the way his speed, the speed he's got around him, but also, as I mentioned yesterday, the power and, and the size of the tight ends. And, you know, it's all very deliberate how Baltimore has kind of planned this out. And, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. Do you think they're happy with it? Do you think that they feel like we need to not get away from Lamar? I'm sure they'll probably sign Lamar, which well, Bill talked about yesterday. But, I mean, you know, I, is there a tweak to it? It, it? How do they continue to evolve? Because it seems like. You know, they've kind of figured out what their plan was with Lamar, and they've kind of stuck with it for three years. And it's, it's definitely been productive. I mean, he had MVP season two years ago. But at the same time, I think you got to continue to evolve. And I, I just wonder. The stuff is so weird, Oh, too. I think they've yeah. evolved as a passing team. Oh, well, I don't his think improvement any, is I don't a, think there's yeah. any question about that. I think that. his improvement, for sure. I think that they're probably wondering, you know, what do we need to do? Is it just getting J.K. Dobbins back? And, you know, he's not healthy. I mean, he, he might play this week, but he's not going to be himself yeah. probably for a few weeks. Look at the I, – I read those numbers off to you yesterday. I mean, Drake has 17 carries for 39 yards in two games. Like, they have to find a way to get some that, – that was the big thing that they did in 19. It was Mark Ingram. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, all these other guys running for 100 yep. yards all the time, and you couldn't stop them. You know, he would if – you, if you geared up to stop him, he just would hand it off. If you did what, the other way around, he would keep it. What was that first year? Was it 19 the first year the Patriots played – Baltimore with Jackson, yeah, yeah. first loss in of Baltimore, the year. and yep. it was just like, how do you stop this team? I mean, yeah. the Patriots looked inept yep. right. that day. That was when it all there was came no shot. Down. Whether it was the I running back, think, or, I think they put thirty eight on the board that or, day. Or, yeah. You know, the tight end was killing them. Everything was killing them that day, and even you, Hollywood Brown. Yeah, you pick your poison, and you just get burned the other way. It was awful. Yeah, his numbers. I mean, his numbers against the Patriots: seventy-one point nine percent completion rate. I mean, seven, over seventy percent. I mean, three touchdowns, one interception. You know, twenty-seven carries, one hundred and sixteen rushing yards, two rushing TDs. So, you know, he's been a little bit, little bit more productive. I, I guess. I mean, I guess it's pretty balanced, really. He's got you know, five. I think five touchdowns. Five touchdowns to three passing, two rushing. Oh, okay. I thought it was five passing, but um, 
and, and that it, and you take that. Everybody seems to like remember that game in the the monsoon. That or he did yeah. not. He was like twenty four for thirty four in yeah. that game. Like he didn't play that bad. Yeah. I mean, considering the the elements. Yeah. Other part of it too is, I mean, they, ha- they haven't really turned the ball over that much. You know, I mean, I think they've been pretty good with that. Um, just that one interception against the Jets for him. So, you know, they're they're, they're playing pretty clean. I think the Patriots can't really expect to, you know, that they're going to give you a couple turnovers. So. You're going to have to beat them, I think, straight up. You know, it's just a great matchup against the Patriots. Just a team, you heard it yesterday and then the day before about how much, you know, these teams are similar, I think. Just the philosophy overall of, of the toughness. And, you know, we'll, we'll see where both teams are. It's always an interesting matchup because I, I do. I respect them. I really think John Harbaugh is a good coach. Um, you know, it just kind of depends on the day and how the game starts to unfold. You never quite know how it's going to go against these guys. Are we mad at John Harbaugh for anything he said last year or recently? You know? I, I, I don't know. I give him a I'm little sure bit of a wide berth. I'm sure you can get there, Give yeah. it some thought. I, yeah, I could probably I, find I thought sometimes I recall, he's annoyed me, but. I thought I recall him saying something that was like, you know, mind your own business or something. I forget what it was. But, yeah. yeah. Was it his brother, maybe? No. I, f- I forget. I don't know what he. Jimmy? He chirped us about something. Chirped the Patriots? Yeah. Last year? Didn't, didn't it? Wasn't there something that he said? I forget. I, I, don't I think you might be right, but I've I, yeah. I've forgotten. Well, it. I'm trying to be a bigger person and letting those. He things can't go. be right if you forgot it because <laughs> that's ingrained in you people. <laughs> right. like well, maybe one of our listeners stuff. can remind yeah, yeah. me. Why do we? There hate was something John where it's like no oh, today, today. Today. I mean, today. we know that in the past today. there have been reasons, but yeah. why today? Yeah, yeah, like you know, complaining about the the stuff in the 2014 game with the ineligible receiver stuff. Yeah, you know, well, that was that. a while ago. But I I don't I it's all these guys. I mean, Bill does the same kind of stuff. Like they're football coaches. They're competitive. They get you know they say sometimes. Yeah, like they, they do. I I just think he's he's consistently put together a good team. I respect how they tacked with Lamar Jackson, you know. I mean, I think that takes a lot well, of Oh, he's one of the league's cojones. good coaches, you know. Yeah. I don't yeah. Yeah, and there's and there's, you know, there's a handful of them, but but he's definitely one that that, you know, gets the job done, I think. Yeah. All right. So, uh has has the line moved at all, Paul, or I think it's two and a half or three or something like that. I think that's what I've seen. Yeah. I, that's what I, you know, I think that's what I saw. I, I, I heard on one of your shows two this and morning a half that in the globe this morning. like 90 plus percent of the bets are on Baltimore. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I, I have not gotten, I, I dropped the ball. What I have yet to get now? the Ryan Hannibal yeah. uh, handle update. Yeah. That's what they said. That's, um, what, he, that's what he does now. You with know. the lip shots. Young Hannibal. He works for, uh, like, yeah. gambling. Is it get, DraftKings? MGM? MGM, MGM. I don't know. My apologies. Yeah, so uh, Lipschatz said, I think this morning that ninety percent. Let me guess. He's on the Patriots. He's on the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a stunner. Extending his streak since I heard this name for the first time has picked the Patriots in every single. I was like, I can't have my gambling expert only pick his favorite team. Right. (laughs) Come on, I don't. I need my gambling expert to either say. I'm you know laying what? off. I'm a, I'm a Patriots fan. I don't really like them this week, which is code for I think the other team's going to cover. But I respect yeah. it. You're a fan of the team, so you don't ever bet against your team. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but never once have I heard him pick the other and, team. And he comes ever. up with he comes up with reasons. Yeah. I'll give him credit. You like know, gambling like, reasons or just yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, homerific be- reasons. I just wow. believe. Fred, Fred, yeah. Fred like hears this, this stuff week. too because Fred and I, you know, we were kind well, of talking to these guys. We we're like, yeah, should we? Well, his his, his cohort Joe Murray yeah, had a stat. He said, the you know, uh, the record of teams who played Pittsburgh and then the next week who play uh, Baltimore, it's only happened three times. They're zero and three, but uh-huh. it, they are zero and three. But that's so irrelevant, yeah. right? I like know. I don't care if it was like a hundred, yeah. right? Like who cares? Well, if it's a hundred, that's more of a, a sample set. <laughs> well, only if it happened now. Yeah, like 
I heard them talking about some things with the Pittsburgh Cleveland game tonight in terms of like division games and this and I was like they're all different players like this is I know like you want to tell me Kirk Cousins on Monday Night Football is two and ten that's one guy one player who was going to be playing in this game as well is two and ten on Monday Night Football might want us might want to fade him on Monday Night Football right there's obviously something that he has right that's relevant like you know what fade means yeah, like Alex. just like slowly lay off. dissipate yeah, into the lay background. Off push yeah, yeah. I'm going to yeah. 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 push away. Fade that. I don't know why fade is What's the, the word. What's the opposite they... of fade? Like fade if you like follow. something. Follow. You follow? Yeah. Is that the word? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know. That's yeah. what. That's their, their, their terminology, okay. not, not mine. I'm, <laughs> okay. not a gam- I'm not a gambler. I would say just bump them a little. Give them a little bump. Give them a little bump. I like it. Yeah. I like Pound it. the over. Uh, what, it's ride. Uh, I'm going to ride him. Evidently, um, Fred. the one thing that I heard this morning, <laughs> remind me on that. Uh, the one thing I heard, heard this morning that I that I thought was um, really interesting is, and I forget the percentage, I think it was 69. <laughs> 69% of the games through the first two weeks under. Oh. Something like that. Okay. That's Scoring's I mean, down? Scoring's down early in the, so not just you. Hmm. Oh, Goodell's going to have to make some rule changes I then. Mean, Bill anticipated this. and uh, Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I can take us into a new direction. Um, okay. Deuce. I think, I think it was interesting press conference yesterday with Mac. And, uh, you know, I thought Tommy Curran does what Tommy Curran does well. He went right at it. And, you know, first Mac's kind of sitting there waiting in the wings. and I like RPOs. <laughs> They're cool. They're cool. <laughs> and stuff. Hey, he complimented Evan. He's like, hey, good job watching film. Uh, but this was before that. Um, you know, Devin McCourty was getting ready to wrap up, and, and Tom kind of went right into the question of the week. And I think we've talked about it here was, you know, is, is Mac plateauing? Is Mac not progressing? I think that's been kind of like the buzz this week, a little bit of that story. And, uh, you know, and Tom kind of laid the question out to DMAC of, you know, you came in to 2010, ha- had, you know, a really good season. I think he was a, a second-team All-Pro, I think. Like, I mean, was – you know, and then and then he and I mean, as Tom put it, he's like, you know, the next year you came in, you kind of struggled. I'm like, well, they went to the Super Bowl, but you know, but I, I the point is still apt. Like he did, you know, not play quite up to that level at cornerback again. Um, you know, just kind of asking. It was a little bit awkward because Mac is standing right there, right. And, and you know, you could tell what the inference was that he's he's not playing as well in his second year. Um, so you know, D Mac answered that, and you know, kind of had like a you know, no one knows what it's like to pay quarterback, even you, and I mean, not as angry as I just made it sound there but um but you know and then you know kind of asked Mac a little bit too but not that he gave any answers but I just um you know I thought it was interesting um that that's kind of the story of this week after two games and you know credit to Tom for just asking the hard question right to face to face to those guys um you know they didn't really give it any oxygen but but I think that's what's brewing right now I just think it's it's way too early to be able to say oh Mac's regressing I've heard that I've heard it but Really? Like, you know, yeah. how is he regressing? And I get it. I mean, I, I mean I, we, you know, two games, two games, but at the same time, continuation of last first year. First of all, and, I think he know. was he was good last year for a rookie. Yeah, but, I but would like, agree with that. But, like, he wasn't that great where what he's doing now is a regression from last year. Yeah. You know, so, like, it's kind of a shot on last year. I get that by me saying that. But I don't think he's any worse than he was last year right now. Yeah. And you he's know, more working against him this year, well, like considerably. And I'm not even t- factoring – you're right, but I'm not even factoring that in. I'm just looking at his physical play. I'm not even looking at the mental stuff and the coaching and the new offense and all that stuff. I'm just looking at how does he look when he drops back and passes. 
you know? Yeah. Other than sometimes a little skittish, which he did last year, too, I don't see much of a difference yet. I don't see a big jump, which is what we're hoping for, and maybe we'll see that as the season gets a little older, but regression, I think, is a strong word. I think it's unfair at this point. I just point. think it's too small of a sample. That's exactly, exactly it. I it's, think he yeah, hasn't played as few, well this year as he did last year, but I think it's right. too early to he's say that. He's been a little inaccurate, but yeah. how many throws has he even made? I don't think year. he's yeah. read the the situation as well as he did last year. I don't, you know, we were talking about just the way he looks in the pocket. I don't think he's looked as, as comfortable. But I look at it as as he did last how year. How does he look through the first three games this year versus th- first three games last yeah, year? But that's not, not, not. But that's not what you should be looking. No, at. but that not that's not how he progressed. I mean, like in in November, if he doesn't look as good as he did last year, I'll say, okay, he regressed. Yeah, you know, but no, like, I, I get like that. Give like, it a little time. Sa- yeah, sample size yeah. And, and whatnot. But we, sh- you shouldn't be comparing him now to his first three games last year. You should be comparing him now to the last three games. Well, then, then he's gotten better. No, he hasn't. Because <laughs> they did terrible in no, the he last ha- three games. Well, and the except for Jackson, and the offense has been similarly terrible. Yeah, uh, well, that like that's the thing. Yeah, Inter- interception on the end zone uh, against Buffalo. Interception in the end zone against <laughs> Miami. I mean, I exactly. I, no, again, but, I agree yeah. with Fred's larger point that two games is not enough to say he's regressed. Yeah, I don't think he's looked good so far. But let you know to Fred's point, let it be like October, November, yeah. and was like, you know, geez, you know, they they played ten games. He's really only had two really strong ones. He's regressed. Yeah, two games. I'm not ready. I'm not ready yeah. for that. And to yet. Alex's point, he's adjusting to the Matty P offense. So you know. And then I go back to what I said last year about like how. Bill and you know treats everybody like he keeps people in a box like he tries to minimize mistakes and sometimes whether it's guys rushing the passer or you know in this case a quarterback you know he doesn't really let him loose all the time um you know and like guys like Chandler Jones you know could he have had a lot more sacks when he was here probably but that's not the style of defense that they play that's not the job that they ask him to do play to play and I think it's the same thing with with quarterbacks. Yeah, and I think and I think Phil, by the same token, asked asked another good question about the fifty fifty balls. And you know, is that you know, like you talk about managing risk? I mean, we've seen some risk on those. And are they trying to push it? Are they trying to say we need more explosive plays? Is that in his head? That, I really liked that, that question. By you know, Phil. is that is that what they're trying to do? Because that's what I think. Uh, you talk about changes from last year. I just I, there's a little bit more pushing it downfield and a little less of taking the easy money underneath sometimes and not a lot but i think that's the area where where he can improve and you know we'll, we'll see how it all kind of comes together the other part of, i mean paul and i were talking about this this morning of but i guarantee know, you, if they scored 17 points and didn't push it down the field and just took the underneath stuff people say they could yeah, score yeah. more if they pushed it down right. the field yeah. i don't you know, i don't know, think it's, it's, you i honestly yeah. don't think it's been pushing it down field more. i think the other part is that mike talked about is like the willingness to just sort of throw it up yeah. Yeah. Like that to me is that's a conscious effort and a conscious decision by I don't know. Give him a chance on it. Put if it up. If it's there, Belichick or if it's Mac himself saying I have to do a better job of giving my receivers chances to make plays. I don't think that they've thrown it down. Fe- I mean, I'm not comparing it again to the first couple of games. I'm comparing it to the balance of the season. Yeah. I don't think that they've necessarily gone bombs away any more often than they did last year. I just think that they're doing it in a way. Like, th- last year they would take a shot. They would set it up, guy would pop open, and he would throw a bomb. This year it's just like, we don't care. If we just we, we got yeah. this guy one-on-one over here, we're going to throw it up to him. <laughs> they did it to Parker in the first game. They did it to Aguilar in the second game. They did it to Aguilar in the first game down the, the 
the yeah, right sideline. Then they did it to Bourne down the left sideline. But you even said, Paul, in the first game, that really wasn't supposed to be a 50-50 ball that Parker no, shot. No, no, the first one was. The one against Miami was absolutely a 50-50. Howard was, was in his him. shirt the whole time. Yeah. He, gave, he actually interfered with him. The one Sunday I don't think was a 50-50 ball. I think it was a bad throw. Okay. Yeah. What's funny, Paul, I was remembering back to, to some of the training camp practices. Do you remember that, like, where they were throwing it down the field a lot? And you were like, it feels like they're doing this on purpose to, like, send a message. Yep. <laughs> like, look what we can do now. Yep. But Look at our shiny new toys. I mean, it seems like, you know, it's continued to be a piece. And hopefully they start to hit those ones, you know. That but, was the I mean, John O. Smith play that everybody yeah. is is criticizing Mac for missing Jacoby Myers on. Mm-hmm. The third down play was a deep over to John O. Smith. You know, I, I saw that play five times in OTAs. Well, I mean, what what is it's there anything harder to complete when you have pads? Is on. there anything to be said about getting things on tape early in the season so teams have to look at that and say, okay, they'll they'll they're willing well, to do this? It's probably part yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. That's, well, that feeds into like another point that I thought was really interesting talking with Paul this morning about you know, there's been a lot of commentary about how simple the Patriots' offense is, how there's no motion, there's no play action. It's, you know, by some people's terminology, rudimentary. Um, but I feel like it's a race because other teams are studying this now. So at some point they have to start to add volume and, and, and make different twists and turns in, within the offense. You know, can they do that at a pace that will beat the defensive coordinators that are studying this offense? And if it really is a rudimentary offense – then they're going to get a beat on it. They're going to know exactly what to do. I mean, we talk about it all the time as, well, once we get to week six, we'll know what we have. Well, then other teams are going to know what you have too. Are you still able to continue to push the envelope with this offense and you know, and build off of it? Maybe they were just starting from a very simple place. I don't love that. How hard is it to put some play-action plays in? But we'll see. I think that's going to be a big thing of you know, where are we at offensively in October? Are other teams just completely aware of what they're doing and they and they they're really struggling to move the ball or are they really starting to evolve and they're staying one step ahead of the defense and to your point fred like if you were producing and you were scoring 28 points a game no one would care about pre-snap motion no one would right. care about play action right so they're not doing those things so now people are asking well maybe if we add some of these elements in we, we might improve things or they get worse <laughs> you <Could>. don't know <laughs> it could i don't know how you yeah. know Sending a guy in motion is going to make you worse. but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if they just – who knows what the coaches said in the offseason. But maybe the mindset was we're starting from scratch. You know, we're building from the, the ground up with this offense. Yeah, that, and that was something I talked to Evan a little bit about where, you know, there's such a game plan offense. It's like – and I don't want to say they don't need a playbook, but, like, how much of the playbook is staying the same week to week? I mean, it feels like once they get into the season, it's kind of, all right, here are the plays we're going to run. So maybe they did. Maybe they are just kind of, look, let's just start with the basics, and we're slowly going to start to build and add to a point where by the end of the season, we're going to be doing RPOs. We're going to be doing play action. We're going to, you know, it's it's possible. It's yeah. possible. I, I'm a, probably a little bit skeptical still that, that, you know, that you can start from zero and go to 100 like that. But – I don't know. They have a plan. I, I mean, I just I don't know if it's going to work. You know, I'm curious. You, you, you can't get away from the fact that they lost a, an offensive coordinator who knew this stuff. You know, yeah, like, you know, like nobody's business. And you have guys on offense now who haven't done offense before. And maybe that was the thing. We're, we're starting from scratch here. Yeah. You know, everybody's really learning. Really scratch. Yeah. All right, 855-PASS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at patriots.com is the email address. Uh, let's get to the phones. We'll start with Patty and Agawam. What's up, Patty? 
What's up, everyone? Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So uh, just one quick question today. And uh, I'm glad that Evan brought up RPOs yesterday, and that's kind of where the direction I'm heading. Do you think we see a little bit of a shift to them using a little bit more RPOs in this week's game to uh, sort of get the offense going, see if something works, you know, sort of like throwing crap against the wall and seeing what sticks? Yeah, I mean, I think they ran, I think it was five of them last week or so. So I don't know. I mean, I know everybody here is kind of pushing for it because that's what they were good at at Alabama. And, I mean, even hearing Mac talk about him yesterday, about Nick Saban getting, like, so upset when they would run them in practice because his defense would just be kind of be put in no-win situations. Um, and Mac was like, yeah, they're cool. <laughs> the yeah. Classic, like, Mac. RPOs are cool. <laughs> they're cool. <laughs> um, but, I, I, I mean, I think it would be all for it. The more, the more wrinkles yeah. and stuff they can add, the better. And, and as, as, you know, he wrote, it's, he was really good at them at Alabama. They were super effective. They're effective in the league. Josh wasn't really into them. And I think, I think it's an easy place to, to continue to build. When you're running an RPO, like, what, besides the quarterback, you know, recognizing and making the right decision, like, what else – has to really be good. Is it the offensive line getting out of there? You know, what is it that yeah. makes that happen? Well, David, they asked David Andrews about him too, and uh, you know, he said it's it's kind of funny because you you obviously have to be careful not to get too far downfield. Um, and and you know, David said usually they'll they'll throw it quick enough, but he said uh, you know usually they throw it when you're making your best block. You know, so when you're making your best run block, they feel feels like oh man, they're going to throw it. It's not even going to matter. Um, so you know, I think that's an element of it too. But I think it's a lot on on the quarterback identifying. You know what's going to be the, the the right play and and what to choose. So uh, I I mean I think they ran it every time on the RPOs this this week. So we'll see if they can start to throw them maybe a little bit. Okay. Yeah, and I I hope he settles down a little bit too because that last week's game he just he looked way too antsy in the pocket. You know anything to get that guy settled down. I think I think they'll be all right. Like Fred says, they'll be fine. <laughs> We'll I thought see. he looked better Thanks, last Patty. week in the pocket. I wasn't. I, I, I wasn't quite as yeah, quite as like. Eh. I mean, right out of the gate, I know there were plays where pressure came and, and he had to kind of dance around a little bit. But I, I thought that was an improvement from the get go. It seemed like you know. First it's almost like snaps. they said, "The line's going to block Be comfortable. for you." Yeah, the line's going to block yeah. for you. We've talked to them. They know. Yeah. You worry about what you have to do, and don't, don't worry about their job. Which. Going back, it's, I mean, that's what he did last year. It felt like, I mean, he stepped right in, and there's chaos going around him. He seemed to be able to, to continue to push the ball down the field and keep his eyes downfield. And I, I think he can do it, and, and hopefully that was a, a growing point for them to, to get some confidence last week. Uh, Matt's in Ohio. What's up, Matt? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Hey, Matt. Hey, Paul, I finally got the chance to listen to you on Felger and Maz yesterday, and uh, thank God you were on there because you kind of settled – over down a little bit um but <laughs> why'd you do that question of well i think the question with was completely unfair with uh um comparing mac jones to jalen hurts and and tua i mean and then and then him making the point that well everybody last year said they would have took mac jones number one overall those are two separate groups of quarterbacks that i mean obviously jalen hurts and Two are going to be. Yeah, I did know, correct him on that. I, I know what you're talking about. Because yeah, he, yeah. he went well, he I mean, went from the three Alabama quarterbacks to the, the the five first rounders last year, which is to, yeah, totally I, different yeah, sets of players. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I mean, I would still take Trevor Lawrence over Mac Jones, but that's a different story, man. But um, but but my point is, I mean, I just I just don't understand why everybody's just you know calling for Mac Jones right now. I mean, it's 
it's a progression. It's the second game of the of the year. He played better on Sunday. He's he's just got to get more confident. I think he has all the tools in the world to be able to make us contenders. I mean, the Matt Patricia and uh, and Bill are going to put him in situations uh, to help the team, and they're not they're not trying to make him look bad or you know going to make the Patriots lose. I mean, come on, Bill Bill's not stupid, and and, and so is. So is Matt Patricia. He's not. He's not dumb as well. He might be a defensive coach, but again, he's smart. So I think it's just we're going through some learning pains right now. I mean, and it just happens to Mac Jones just gets the brunt of it. But I think I think we'll be all right. I mean, I'm optimistic. And uh, I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, obviously you think the same way. Sure. Um, but I mean, I, I just don't understand why everybody's just you know jumping all over him already. I mean. Well, yeah, I don't I mean, think everybody's jumping all over Jones, him. I, mean, I think people are. Yeah. Some people are. I think there's some people that are wondering if, if he's the guy of the future. He's I don't regressed. Think that, um, I also would disagree with that he played better Sunday than he did in the first game. I don't think he did. I thought he was better against Miami than he was in this game. I thought his pocket presence was better in this game, but I don't think he threw the ball better in this game. I think that this game offered that, more opportunities that he didn't take advantage of. You know? Yeah. I think I think there were points they left on the table this game. I definitely oh, I don't. agree with that. I don't think there were Absolutely. points they left yeah, on the table. I mean, unless you want to count the last drive. The last drive would have been a, a scoring drive. Uh, if, if time doesn't run out at the end of the game, they're going to score on that drive. Uh, Maybe I, not points, but but I think yards. I don't I think, think they plays. I don't think yeah, they right. drove. That's I don't think they point. drove into scoring position very often in in, in the game. Yeah, uh, but I Sunday. think that was more their fault than Pittsburgh's. Yeah, they they're not good. Oh, I almost stink. said something bad. Stink. All right, thanks, Matt. Um, Mike's in Puerto Rico. What's up, Mike? Morning, everybody. Hey. Hey, uh, Paul, have you resolved your uh, flipping through Amazon back to TV uh, problem? <laughs> My what? <laughs> your Amazon, uh, your, your streaming inability to change channel issue? You can't. Are you willing to put in? Uh, are you willing to do a, a one dollar, a one time sixty dollar investment? No, that can fix that. I'm not willing to spend any more money okay. on streaming services. I have every one of them, and I'm I'm going broke. I think he's talking about a piece what of hardware. I don't want anything like a Roku? else. No, correct. Like a Roku or something? Yeah, I was th- uh, a Chromecast. I oh. was thinking you yeah. could do a Chromecast, and then just hit the input button, and then you can flip from the streaming back to the TV. But if that's not what you want to do, then. No, I don't want to spend any more money to do it. Oh, no. I see what he's saying. I see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I do. And even with. An no, I'll just not watch the game. <laughs> Which is perfectly fine tonight. A nice a nice division <laughs> well, matchup tonight that I one? have zero interest in, and I will not put it on. You love Jacoby Brissett. You know? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and, and one last thing, Paul, because if you do it that way with certain TVs, you can actually do, uh, what is it, picture in picture? So you could have like one big screen, one small screen, oh, and that's then not bad. back and forth. I mean, the, How far are you from? Do you use picture in picture, Fred? What? Do you use picture in picture? I don't have. I it. wish I could. Picture picture is like the one casualty of what? Where are you getting picture in picture? No, you don't get picture in picture on your TV. I don't. I don't think so. I have a really. I don't think I do. I haven't used it in twenty years. Like no, I haven't. Oh, my point. It's a long time ago, I had a TV that you could do split screen. Oh, you could do split screen. You could have a square. You yeah. could put different squares in different corners. It always sounded great in theory, I haven't but used it felt like you had years. to go. I think Mike could probably confirm this. Like you need to go different input. Like you can't watch like one TV exactly. channel and the that's same input and, and blow right. one up. So that's the problem. You need with to like. When am I going to be watching a that's DVD? That's the problem with entering and, a third party app. Yeah. Yeah. 
but if but but I see what he's saying though. If you're streaming it to you know your your one of your other inputs, then you yeah. can do it. So. I don't like. How far are you from Peabody? Can you make a trip up? Uh, do some installation there yeah, in the Perillo Entertainment. Yeah, I, do you have unless you're going to pay for it. I mean, could, I'd be happy to take it for free. We could put it in the grotto. The grotto is where we. Could I don't have a grotto. <laughs> All right. Thanks, I'm not Mike. Mia I'm very happily married. <laughs> That's one of my favorite holdovers from the uh, remote shows during COVID. Was was Paul outside at his pool? You were jealous. Oh, don't, his, don't lie. Of course, I was jealous. I'm sitting I would in like, do my the shows room from my back deck from my pool in the back. And then one day it was like, Paul, where's your grotto? I don't have a grotto. So now we just were like, he's a grotto up back there. It's, it's a whole thing. God, I, I did the shows from her deck. All you heard was ambulances and police oh, cars Megan, in I Boston. Megan, oh, and oh, Megan. Go yeah. back inside. What are you doing? <laughs> Meg Morant of WWE. Uh, Fame. Dan's in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Hey, hey Dan. Here in Allentown. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good. Probably never heard that one, Dan. <laughs> um, so I just have a quick question. It's mostly for Fred Steele for the league. Uh, oh, no. This game. Uh, so, is this the week that Devontae Parker gets more than three catches? Is this the week against the secondary? Yes. Well, more than one. Yes. Uh, Which represent a Patriots high. The, if you guys had to pick, who do you think the breakout receiver is going to be this week? For the Patriots, let's see. I mean, so in other words, it can't be Aguilar or Myers. They're, they're not already broke out. Uh, it's the question, really, who's going to have the most receptions Born this Parker game? Or Born or, or Parker? Or the tight ends, maybe. Yeah, I'm going to say Hunter Henry. Really? That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Oh, you're really going to yeah. throw a curveball I'm with there. Paul on that one. I think that's well, a good I, pick. I, like, I'm, I'm yeah. assuming that we can't say Myers or Aguilar. I think they'll be the leading receivers. Okay. One of those two guys will be the leading. So the guy who hasn't Myers. really had a lot yet that will, right. will break, out. break out. Hunter Henry touchdown. Yeah. Hunter Henry touchdown. Daniel, Daniel's looking for someone who really hasn't done much yet to break out. John Smith. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I see you. Yeah. I'm going to go Hunter Henry. I might have had to use him in my, my fantasy league this okay. week. Okay. All right. Dalton Schultz, a little iffy. Dude, I, like that. I had to make a move. That's three time. moves in three weeks. I'm disgusted with myself. Good pick. Good pick. I like it. All right. Thanks, guys. All, All right. right. Alex, you're doing great work, by the way. She Thank needs, you. She needs to speak up. I'm right. a little upset at her. I'm right going to pick Parker just okay. because yeah. I kind of want to give him a little boost of confidence. I don't think. Much I like Fred. I think some things were not his fault last week in particular. I agree. I thought that Mac could have thrown the ball a little bit more accurately to him. All right. And um, I think with all the talk, he's in the news. All the beat reporters are writing about his lack of productivity. Yeah. And the Baltimore secondary feels like an opportunity for them to try to air it out. So It is so funny how, like, the narrative comes and then everybody writes about it. Right. It's so right. funny. We're off the Shanahan offense now. Nobody's asking about the Shanahan <laughs> offense anymore. Now we're doing something totally different. Right. Uh, it's been such a unique um, journey for Parker. I mean, that first, first few days of camp, it just felt like they threw every single ball to him. You know, like they were, like, I think Paul said, like trying to prove a point with him. And they're, they're continuing to do it. I, I think he will. I don't think he's ever going to, like, break out, break out, but – like I think he's got some use. I think he's use. a good player. He's got some use. I think Parker has been a good player. I don't think he's ever lived up to what he was supposed to be. But I I wonder if it's not necessarily the kind of guy that fits with what they do. Like throwing balls to a covered receiver, I I don't really understand. That does that seems to run counter to Bill Belichick's philosophy. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back after this. We got picks today. Got to hurry.
Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We delivered jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact... It takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of the city, but the hopes of an entire region. 
for us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast. It's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on. Only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. 
FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment day in and day out to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. And now, great moments in history. While we're at it, have you guys heard the term yeet? Yeet? Did you say yeet? Yeet. Spell it. I don't know. Oh. My son said it last night, and it's apparently a very common term now. Of It's basically yeet, yeet, no, yeet, like throwing up for grabs. You yeet something? You yeeted it? He said, oh, I yeeted that one. And I said, excuse me? What language are you even speaking? Never heard it in my life. Well, but I just assume it's one of those things that probably started on Instagram and all of a sudden, right. you know, like. And I would assume that my I might tweet would be, about it. you know, involved in that yeah. kind of nonsense. I might nonsense. tweet something and say I yeeted it. See what the kids do? Yeah. I have no idea. But I you don't know how to spell it. I would assume Y-E-E-T, but I don't know. B-Y-E-A-T. yet? <laughs> no, Jew. Yeah. Yeet. Hola, hola, yeet. That's another great moment from all right, we're back. Bridgestone is the official tire of the New England Patriots and a proud partner with Sullivan Tire New England's headquarters for quality Bridgestone tires. Visit SullivanTire.com to find a location near you. You see what I did there? We started with Bridgestone, but it threw a curveball, and we ended up with Sullivan Tire. So really, is it a commercial for Sullivan Tire or Bridgestone, Matt? It was told Bridgestone? Well, okay, but so Sullivan Tire snuck themselves in there, and they got the dot they com. Got so go to SullivanTire.com and buy Bridgestone tires. Yeah. By the way, you got to bring your car now. in to get the tires put on, but oh, you can uh, buy them online. Speaking of, you got to get some of those. I have Firestones. I thought those were supposed to be good. Yeah, nope. Well, nope. Bridgestone. Bridgestone. I guess Bridgestone. so. Wrong stone. Upgrade. Yep. Bridge. Fire. No. So I got my uh, I got my inspection yesterday. <laughs> You got through. Wait, how Did late you? were you? It's like that's what, that's, two what, months. that's what Paul that's calls his, his annual physical. <laughs> shady, uh, the shady gas station where oh, like uh, took care of me. Yeah, come on in. So here we guy even offered me a slice of pizza. I was like, no, I'm good, I'm good, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, oil all over it. No, Is I just because I, I got out of Felger and Maz yesterday, and yeah. my my engine light was off. Probably the first good time. time. Good time to strike. First time in at least three weeks. So I said to myself, Paul treats his car like his body. <laughs> I'm trying. No, cause <laughs> I know. I know what the light's on for. I know. <laughs> the light's on for the catalytic converter. That's why mine was just on too. So it's not. It doesn't affect your driving, but I, you know, it is a concern about passing inspection. So um, the light was off when I got out of Felger Maz. I said, I'm going right. That's a good time. I'm going right to the gas station yeah. before it comes back on. Yeah. So he passed. Flying colors. Did passed. <laughs> there you go. It was up in, um, and I think. Starting in November, so my inspection expired in July. Yeah, so obviously end of, we're end of September here. Oof, you've been. I think in risky. November there's a new law that if you do that, when you go in, they still give you. So if I went in, oh, you oh, lose they give months. you back right. to July. Yeah. They go yeah. back to July. Right. Oh. Whereas I beat the system. I got well like a for a while with the COVID. They had they were really lax on that. Like even yeah, if they gave even, you some time. Yeah, they they were like not even stopping any anymore for you know outdated yeah my brother-in-law says they almost would never stop you for that i've been stopped for that but if you get stopped you're gonna get nailed for it every every time like they said that like you'll never get away with it if you get pulled over for anything i got pulled over once luckily it was in my town so they let me go but 
I was driving. It was like a construction area, so there was a cop on detail. And he pulled me over. and he's, For that? Yeah, for that. And you got pulled over for it too, Alex? Yeah. Well, I was really I lucky. A, I got yeah. a written warning. I was really lucky. Yeah. No ticket. Yeah. But when I went to get the inspection, they said that the, the license plate was kind of peeling a little bit. And like when they put the camera on it, it wasn't registering. Yeah. So I needed to get a new license plate, which takes like two months. Yeah. So it, it came in. Yeah, I finally got the license plate last week. I put it on. My, my engine light was still on. So now. I was like, gold. Got to hold off. It makes me want to move to Rhode Island because they only do it every two years. Stop. Um, <laughs> this is great. But Evan's here, and he just came back from practice. And I know he's got to hurry because he's going to Wilfork after this, right? I am, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice jacket fitting. Yeah. The, big, yeah. the big jacket. So, Evan, what's going on out there? Well, today at practice, we saw Jacoby Myers and Kyle Duggar. They were going through stretching. For Kyle Duggar, I would say, look, we were in there just for stretching. So I don't want to overreact to it. But – he was stretching with the rest of his teammates, whereas yesterday he was stretching off to the side. So maybe a little bit of a positive step for him. Jacoby Myers, same routine as he had yesterday. The only player missing from the 53 was Raekwon McMillan, who also wasn't there yesterday, then turned out to be limited on the official report. So we'll see what happens. But we all know that not having Jacoby on Sunday would be huge. But not having Kyle Duggar for this particular matchup is also a really big deal. Going back to that 2020 game, covering Mark Andrews, containing Lamar Jackson, he was a centerpiece of, of that game plan two years ago against the Ravens. So not having him out there would be massive. Yeah. Uh, we agree. How was the yeah. mood out there? I know it was raining a it was little raining. bit. You, yeah. know, you know how everybody gets when it rains. Rain's not yeah. a mood. Juwan Bentley told us to put our umbrellas away. He was disappointed in the media that we were being babies with umbrellas <laughs> as they were all out there practicing in the rain. So hey. he said, hey. Not with the us, umbrellas. Some of us have to do our own laundry, Juwan. They can't just go in there and uh, throw throw it in the pile and it gets washed for you. Smaller media contingency because it's yeah. not Mac today? or I would say it's definitely smaller. There are a lot of people going to greet Vince here in a couple minutes, so maybe a little bit okay. in between the two. Yeah. Not if, I, Usually when it rains, it's like, forget it. It's like us beat writers and nobody else is out there you know, sucking it up in the rain. But today, a little bit bigger of a crowd, I think, because of Vince. Okay. And any grousing going on? <laughs> I mean, it was raining, so, you know, it was... Any comments on the Celtics coaching situation? Yeah. Plenty oh, that yeah. I'm going to stay away from, but yeah. plenty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We gave Alex, Alex. Alex went off on that in the early end. Yeah. I would imagine. All right, Evan, thank you very much. No problem. Uh, you're relieved of your duties. You can go uh, check out the uh, jacket fitting. Of course, Vince going into the Patriots Hall of Fame this weekend uh, here at Patriot Place. What time does that start? Four o'clock. Four o'clock, open to all. Open to all. Anyone can come and watch that. Uh, it's always a cool sight seeing people fill the stairs at Patriot Place uh, down by the hall. So that'll be 4 o'clock on Saturday. Should be a good uh, good crowd. I feel like Vince is one of the, the beloved old Patriots. Yeah. We um, haven't had one in a while, right? No. Well, we did. We Last uh, two years ago, Seymour? Tracy Sermani and Seymour, right? Yeah, last year. Last, last year. year? Yeah. They did have a oh, ceremony. Yeah. I thought they didn't. No, I was there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, My so bad. this sh this should be good. And then, of course, at halftime during the game, they'll be honoring Vince, uh, honoring Vince as well uh, for the f people who come to the game. So uh, big Vince Wolfwork weekend here at Patriot Place. Oh, memories, huh? The yeah. Big Vince. Yeah. Lo love. What I mean, stands out? I think the I mean, the iconic Ravens game, of course, that, you know, that that <laughs> that AFC championship game. But I mean, I think that was a game that showed just how good. He was, and 
you know, for somebody like me who really loves defense and, and you know, loved early on studying it and, 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 you know, kind of figure out what they were doing, for him to go from, like, just kind of being a nose tackle in, in the middle of those guys um, to being, like, a movable piece along the defensive line where they just started putting him everywhere. And, you know, he was able to, to – and I'm not the longest guy. I mean, he's built like a nose tackle, but – I just think uh, I'm hoping to talk to some of the guys today just to hear some of the current Patriots kind of put his style, his his body type playing in this role, like what you know what was different about him in, in perspective. But, um, you know, I think just tearing his Achilles in 2013, but then, I mean, I thought that might be it for him. That's a major injury, especially for a guy that, that's that big. Um, but he came back and, and, you know, really played well in 2014 and, and won that Super Bowl with them, which I thought was just a great great way to go out for him. What stood Vince, out for you, Vince Paul? is on the phone right now yeah. on the uh, Sports Hub. Yeah, um, yeah there was a, it's a very obscure play, and we're going to get a chance just to give a little plug here. Uh, Matt Smith and I are going to hopefully get Vince this afternoon for a podcast, for a Pats from the Past podcast, which if we do get it today, that will be up probably within a week, I would say. Um, one of the plays that I wanted to ask him about is a little obscure. It's from the 2009 game in Denver. Oh, yeah, when he went all the way to the sideline? Yeah, there was a screen pass that he diagnosed, and you just don't necessarily see nose tackles being instrumental in, in stopping a screen pass. And um, it was the game in Denver. Josh McDaniels uh, got under the skin of Fred Kirsch after the game. Um, but I believe the Patriots fumbled, and the Broncos took over in overtime at like the 40 yard line and they didn't get into field goal range and they didn't get into field goal range largely because of back-to-back plays that Vince made in that game. And I wanted to see if he remembered it, you know, he probably won't, but those are the kinds of things that stuck out to me. Just see, you know, I know a lot of people look at like him deflecting a pass and picking it off against the chargers. I think, Um, you know, he, he was just so athletic for a guy that size. Yep. You know, and one of those, and one of the bridge players that kind of connected the first dynasty to the second, three Super Bowls and one of the the few guys that kind of had a yep. hand in both of those those pieces of it yeah I he made fun of me did I ever tell you we were no. on the road and uh we're in the hotel so I get on the hotel and I get off the elevator on the you know I go down the hallway and I realize oh man I'm, I'm on the wrong floor I had the wrong floor so I go back to the elevator call for it opens up Vince's in the elevator so I get on and I press the button for one floor because I was and he's like you're taking the elevator for one floor? I'm like, I got off on the wrong floor. He goes, oh, wait till I tell everybody. <laughs> so I was like, I, it's like I, do you think really people care that I use the elevator Especially for one floor? Especially for a guy who weighs like 340. I mean, Right. No, he's, he's making fun of me. <laughs> like, would you take the stairs, Vince? I, I deserved it, though, you know. But, oh, a little ribbing. But little you, ribbing. Ever, you ever take those ele- uh, stairs in hotels? You never know if the door that you're going through is going to be unlocked and all oh, that. Oh, so. I I had not, it wasn't a hotel, but um, when I was living in L.A., I went to like a movie screening, you know, like somebody trying to get people to come see their indie movie. And so they had done this whole thing at, at, a, at a small theater and the movie was terrible. I mean, just, you know, I'm alone. It's you know part of my job. You got to go to these kind of things. And so they're like, OK, you know, afterwards we're going to have a reception, you know, and we'll have a Q&A. And like, it was like it was going to drag on. And I'm like, screw this. I'm getting out of here. So they have one of the exits at the front of the building. So I'm like, I'm out. Go to the door get through that door there's one exit door and it's like i think it's alarmed but i'm like screw it i boop, whoop, 
Uh, set off the alarm in the whole place. I just, started, <laughs> I just started running. I didn't want to deal with any of that stuff. I'm like, oh, man, I hope I didn't just ruin their whole Q&A. Oh, that that's like, funny. Somebody had to get away from our movie. But that's what you're afraid of. Some of those doors you get, like, right. you're like, if I go through the store, am I going to set off and, an alarm or something? And, like, the back, you know, the back hallways of hotels are like a maze. I mean, oh, yeah. you can really get lost. Well, I mean, I... Just in Vegas, I, I think I told you guys, I went into the wrong hotel and went, like, went all the way up to my room before I realized I was in the wrong hotel oh in Vegas. You know, it was like they were literally, they, they were cleaning the room. And I'm like, this isn't my room. Like, what, what am I doing? But yeah, it's uh, about good. The naked guy in the bed didn't uh, tee you <laughs> off? I was like, well, maybe it is my room, actually. Oh, whoa. <laughs> All right, uh, 855-PATS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline, 855-PATS-500. Um, so Evan was here. We got the practice update. Alex has also left. She's going to Will Fork as well. Yep. Um, you know, we need we got, two, mean, three people the big to man. See him put his jacket on. <laughs> well, I think there's some, uh, yeah, we need uh, some logistical stuff. I'm only exactly. No, uh, you know, seriously, though, like people like to know behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, there's stuff that we have to set up for. Yep. You know, microphones and, you know, you had a conversation with another member of the stat. Chris Gogolos was in here talking about some of the stuff behind yep. the scenes. Yeah. Making sure it's shot properly. Yep. And it's yep. not, I mean, it's all, not all sunshine and you rainbows. Just like you got to see the Don't just roll out of bed in. and get yeah. all the stuff done. This, right. this stuff just doesn't you have happen. A, right. You have an empire that right. you're in this, charge of. This stuff doesn't happen. There's a lot of work behind the yeah. scenes to make this look good. Right. we yeah. got to get the weather machine ready for the Ravens this weekend. Sure. You know? I, do you think that, that that's a sign that Bill is maybe losing it a little bit, the fact that it's raining so hard today and not Sunday? Maybe maybe, maybe Ernie's just getting it warmed maybe up. Maybe Bill's today. slipping a little bit. Yeah, like it, could I think be. it's a dry run today. On, on, Fred's on looking the at me like, you know, like I'm asking him a serious question. No, I'm watching this thing on <laughs> oh. TV. This guy's getting whipped on TV. It's oh. terrible. Oh, whip like it's like torture. The whip? What? Yeah, some licorice whip. Yeah, orange whip. Um, like whipped cream. Anthony in Delaware, I have Anthony. to say, having Big Head on the show was great. It was. You guys picked yeah. up right where y'all left off. It's like he never left. Wish he'd do a show where people are listening. I've tried, but that guy, not Fitzy, is Eric times 10 with an annoying vo voice. Oh. Who does he do his show with? Shime? Fitzy. Still? Or somebody else? No, he yeah, said there's a third guy. I know, Other but, than Fitzy. But generally, when he's on, it's Fitzy. Yeah. There must be maybe the podcast. Who does he do the podcast with? Was it Fitzy? The, sh the Shime oh, guy? Does? Shime guy? Yeah. No, he, there might be another guy on there, too. But I think Chris Shime was added to their podcast. To the podcast. But when he's on the radio, it's... Him and Fitzy, yeah. I hear them on the rate on the yeah. weekends all the time. Yeah, I heard Deuce on. That's right. On uh, Got a, he's a regular guest. I'm a regular guest. <laughs> <laughs> he is. So my guys, my guys, two o'clock in the middle of Saturday. What else are you doing? You I hear Deuce's voice. <laughs> I don't know. I can think as, of a few things. As Andy said yesterday, I hear Deuce's voice, and I go click. I already know what he's going to say. <laughs> uh, anyway, wanted to talk about Mac. Not an all twenty-two guy, but I think I know the game well. To me, it seems like Mac is doing too much thinking in the pocket. Late on throws, inaccurate at times, and just some weird times to throw deep downfield. Don't get me wrong, I like him being aggressive, but some of his deep shots come in odd downs and times. As a cerebral quarterback, he's got to use that to his advantage as much as possible. Just not there right now. Probably a mix of the system slash coaches slash confidence and him, but he still doesn't get a pass. I never fell in love with Mac coming out of college. I always thought he was just average slash fine. That's fine with me as a third-round pick, not as the 15th overall. Okay. Well, if you wanted him, then, you know, he wasn't going to be available in the third round. Right. I mean, I, I know I'm, I'm kind of more with the emailer here, but yeah. you have to sort of look at the other way too. I mean, if you want the guy, 
there's no way he was going to be available in the third round. Yep. No, I mean, look at the quarterbacks this year, too. I mean, you know, I think that was one of the big debates or any of those guys. But if you want him, like Pittsburgh, was picking a first-rounder, mm, maybe, but they had to go get him. Uh, Joaquin from Santa Rosa, California. Uh, hope you're doing well. I had a couple questions. One, what would be key factors for the Patriots to beat the Ravens specifically on defense? That's his first question. Limit big plays. Yeah. That's where I start. Don't make mistakes. Communication. You know, play good I think team. That's a good one. Good team, sound defense, tackle well, you know, yeah. all that stuff. Take good angles. Yeah, just make them work down yeah. the field, you know, and I think that's a theme against a lot of teams this year is, is going to be limiting the big plays. And yeah, um, yeah that, that's where it starts for me. Uh, second question Could this be a game where you could see Hunter Henry and Devontae Parker more involved with receptions and making big plays? As always, keep the amazing work. Patriots Unfiltered will forever be the best podcast and best source of providing us Patriots fans with the best Patriots content. Well, thank you. That's right. We are the world's original podcast. We are OG. the world. <laughs> we are the children. Uh, yeah, I like Hunter Henry. I mean, uh, Paul, Paul brought it up, and that was the same way I was thinking. Um, you know, trying to get him matched up with some of their linebackers maybe. Um, I don't know it's interesting because I feel like in the past the Patriots were so able to offensively dictate matchups because they could go heavy, you know, and they could, and, and then the team would kind of correspond with their base defense. And then, you know, you might be able to flex out your tight end and, and get them lined up on a linebacker. I just don't know if they have that capability as much anymore. Cause they're only really one running one or two personnel groupings. So um, I'm not sure exactly schematically how they would get Hunter Henry freed up, but, but I, I, I like him. I don't, I don't think it's been, I don't think all of a sudden he's bad, like, and he's fallen off a cliff. I just think it's kind of been a, a thing of circumstance for these first two games, at least for him. Um, with Johnny, it's kind of more of the same, and I'm, I'm not quite as, as still, you know, thinking that's going to turn around. Uh, Bill in D.C., haven't written in a while, just needed a break from all the gloom and doom. All the talk this summer was about what a mess the play calling was going to be under Patricia and Judge. You folks obviously know a lot more than I do, but to my eye, I haven't really noticed too many glaring instances where I said, wow, that's a terrible call. Can you imagine if they, like, scored, like, 50 points, with, well, how people would be blaring people? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like, they haven't scored in two games, and people are still blaring the media yeah, for making but, fun of right. the but operation. It's, it's not glaring that, oh, it's bad play It's calling. glaring that they yeah. can't move the ball and but, score. Uh, is that because of the play calling or I, the execution? I couldn't tell you, Fred. All right. I could not tell you. All right. But uh, I'll tell you this. We'll repeat all of the things that Mike said in the first hour. They're last in the league in motion. They're last in the league in play-action passes. Why is that? Is that coaching? Or does Max say, no, 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 no. Don't put Jacoby Myers in motion. Or is it the offensive coaching staff that are doing it that way? It's we're building. And they're not we're, moving the ball and scoring. It's a process, Paul. Right. It's it, a process. And I, like I said, if they had been scoring a lot of points in the first two games, can you imagine the beaten the I know, media but, would be but taken? But honestly, if you looked at the games and said, boy, the play calling here is terrible. No, uh, I think more so than normal, yes. Like, really? Like the deep ball to Jonu Smith on third and two the other day. Yeah. Uh, now, I'm not blaming Matt Patricia because I don't think that Mac Jones has played all that well. I think that's why you're, you're, you're struggling. But you can't possibly look at the way this is set up and think it's going well. It's a progress. It's baby I steps. didn't ask you what's going to happen in 20, in, I, in 20 games I, from now. I, I'm asking you right now. Do you think it's going well? I think right now they're not going to be where they need. They're not where they need to be, but they're going to, you know, is they're it working going towards well? getting there. Is it going well? I'm not asking you how you think it's going to unfold. Um, is it going well right now? 
going okay. They've scored yeah. 24 points in two games. Yeah, you want more production. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's all. But I'm not blaming the play call. You can blame whatever you want. I'm not yeah. telling you who you have all to right. blame. Okay. That's all. There's still the head-scratching run on second and 10, but that was uh, there under Josh. And there haven't been any trick plays, but aside from that, it seems like Patricia is doing a pretty decent job. But you guys follow it a lot closer than I do. I'd like to get your take on the play calling. Is it better or worse than you expected? Paul, is it better or worse than you expected? It's exactly what I expected. I thought they have a very average offense, and they've been, I guess, slightly worse. Okay. The, Below the, average. The play calling is yeah, worse. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I count it all, Fred. I, like, I, I know, don't but he's asking specifically part. about the play yeah, calling. I think that they've called a lot of plays that I don't agree with. Okay. But I, th- to the emailer's point, uh, I'm going to defend the emailer here a little bit. Josh called a lot of plays I didn't agree with. Right. The only difference was Josh scored. Yeah. They haven't been. Uh, Kevin. Right? Yeah. I mean, I just I, I think if you had told me like a month ago, right, they're going to be last in the league and all like all these metrics that we're talking about, I'd be like, ooh, really? That like, sounds like, bad. like, forget about like EPA and all yeah. these other environmental protection agency stats <laughs> that everybody loves. They're, they're like last in points. Like there's like one team, I think, that has scored less than one or two teams. Mm. Like that's all I care about. Yeah. And again, they were in the red zone once against Miami. They were in the red zone twice against Pittsburgh. And one of those times they took over possession in the red zone. It, does Pittsburgh so have a good defense? So they're not getting to the red zone. It's Pittsburgh's better when it's defense TJ is Watt, fine. But they're okay. Yeah. They did I mean, pretty well against Joe Burrow the week before, right? Well, Joe Burrow scored more points than you did. No, but like, didn't they have like five turnovers against Yeah, them? and they still yeah. scored more points than you did. Yeah. But they, that's a pretty – I mean, I would say that the Cincinnati offense really, is better than the Patriots offense. Everybody else would say they're struggling like crazy right now, and they've been sacked 13 times in two games. Yeah. So when they played Pittsburgh's defense, they did better than when they played Dallas's defense. Well, those are both pretty good defenses. Oh, are they? Yeah. Is Dallas is a good defense? It's, it's supposed to be. Michael oh. Parsons, isn't he Michael Parsons is a good player, yes. Yeah. And you also didn't face Pittsburgh's defense that Cincinnati faced because okay. T.J. Watt didn't play in the game. True. Yeah. That's very true. And do you think Miami's defense is very good? Um, well, Cincinnati didn't play Miami. No, but do you think Miami's defense is really good? I and don't that's know. why they I, didn't score against Miami, because then the next week they gave up 38. Yeah. Well, it's the first game. It, we're starting from right. scratch here. We're starting right. from scratch. Again, I'm not, I'm not like making blanket observations here. I'm just telling you, through two games, they haven't scored. Okay. So you want to say that it's not... The fault of the play calling. Okay, you might be right. I don't see it. It might. Be, it might just be Mac Jones. I don't know what the play calls are, so right. I don't know what, like how you can say that. Yeah, I see. You you know what the play call? You see him. I don't know. The, all I know is that they they call the pass or a run. Right. I don't know what the play call is. You don't know right. if, uh, how much of it is Mac's decision. Like I don't uh, know why Mac didn't yeah. throw the ball to Jacoby Myers on that play. Right. Maybe Matt Patricia said, "This is going to be there down there. Let's we're going to take a shot. We're setting this up to Jonu Smith." This is why I don't get on Mac Jones for missing a wide open guy. Yeah. And and Evan said talked about this again yesterday when we talked about it earlier. Sometimes the play call is something that you you get you got to get it and you got to get it out. You're not the, the play's not designed to go through three or four different progressions. Like sometimes there can be a guy open on one side that you're never going to see because right. you're, never you're, not lo- su- you're, not, you're not supposed to see. You're not looking there. You know? I, I, that's why I think the still shots on, on Twitter are oh, so misleading. Very sometimes. deceiving. It can be tough. I mean, the LJ one, 
it, Mac didn't see him. I mean, it's just you could see the mass of humanity right in front of Mac. And, and so but those are the things that you don't really take into account when you get the screenshot and you just look and it's like, oh, my gosh, it's, it's wide open. But LJ, I don't know. Fred, you could be 100 percent right. This could have nothing to do with the play calling. This yeah. could have everything to do with the lack of execution. The plays are there yeah. and they're missing them. Yeah. Uh, Kevin in Dublin, based on what the rest of the AFC East has done so far this year, particularly the Dolphins in the New Jersey Jets, how has this impacted your assessment of the Patriots' chances to get to the playoffs? It hasn't. What is it, Miami? Miami and the Jets. Miami yeah. and the Jets. I mean, we know Buffalo's going to. Yeah, I mean, I, they're in a league of their own. I thought that they, they were going to be um, in a battle with Miami for second place, and that's, I still think that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I was impressed what they did last week. I mean, I wonder with Miami if they have more threats than the two and if there are teams that, that will get a bead on, on Hill and Waddle and be able to slow them down a little bit. Um, but right now it feels like the Patriots last year, I mean, they were the second-place team in the AFC East, but I, I put Miami a little bit ahead of them. I mean, the Patriots have to have to, have to improve, I think, to you know really be the second-place well, team in the Well, I mean, that AFC showed East. me something. I mean, maybe Baltimore's defense just totally collapsed in that fourth quarter, but, you know, to come back like that? Yeah, I, I agree. Mean, that yeah. showed me something. I agree. Breakdowns or no breakdowns, they still scored 28 in the fourth quarter. Yeah. But especially with all the Tua, like talk of Tua, like no, I, no one would have thought Tua was capable of and that. Some of the throws that, that he made, like it wasn't just throwing bombs to wide open guys. He made some, like the the game winning touchdown to Waddle was not an easy throw. Yeah. Um, but th- there's there's other things too. Like I don't know what's what's going to happen with Miami. They've really gotten manhandled by Buffalo, and now they play this week. And I'm not saying they have to win the game to show that they're they're any good, but. You can't go out and lose like forty-eight to to ten, like you have been to Buffalo in the recent past. They have to, you know, they're at home. They should play a they should play a good game and they should score some points. They should, and that's what's interesting to me is you know how I mean you're, at this point you're just looking at Buffalo. I feel like the rest of the league was looking at the 07 Patriots when they were starting out of like who who can find something who can find something maybe maybe Hill and Waddle have you know speed that can kind of expose some of that Buffalo defense, but it's. It's hard to see them holding Josh Allen under 35 points, right? Like right. that Buffalo, that that Miami defense, meh. Meh. Uh, let's get meh. to the ace ticket outline, 855-500. John's in Duxbury. Hey, John. Hey, gentlemen, how are you? And What's up, John? Uh, I don't know. Is Tamara still there? No. No. She was not okay, here today. It's Nia Long. Her name is Nia. Okay. Nia. That's Nia. Alex. Just, I will tell her. Just so she knows. Okay. Uh, a couple of points I want to make. Number one, uh, and this is basically uh, for Mike and to uh, Paul, I haven't seen Bledsoe enough, Josh Bledsoe. Can he play free safety or is he a more in-the-box guy? More in-the-box guy. I I agree with Mike, yeah. Yeah. they got to find somebody for McCordy because I think McCordy is all done. You can stick a fork in him. Yeah, I think they're putting they're putting putting Phillips a little bit more on the back end. I, I don't know what's going to happen going forward yeah. with McCourty, but, but I, I certainly think, think this is Devin's last year. But I I mean I haven't really noticed him. I haven't seen any any. I mean teams haven't even taken any shots down the field, mm-hmm. right? Um, which yeah. to me tells me that he's probably been where he's supposed to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and here's another uh, point I want to make to you guys: if if Bill is afraid to elevate uh, Kaylee to a position of importance on the offense. Why did he prevent them uh, from going to the Raiders? It's a good question. I don't have the answer. It is a no. good question. Yeah, you know, I mean, this makes no sense. He said, "Well, he, uh, you know, what I heard was 
he said he's afraid of uh, elevating him because he thought he might lose him. Well, doesn't that tell you the two guys he hired that no, uh, that nobody wants those two guys? Yep, I, 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 I think it's a fair question. I just don't, I don't have the answer. I don't know why. And he loves him, but he's not in is, love with him. One, one other thing before I go, I was encouraged by Jabril Peppers. Those, those are two excellent plays he made. I believe it was the third quarter and second and, and third down where he, he stoned both those guys. Nice looking tackles. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good place. Yep. He, he looked good. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Thank John. Thanks, John. Yeah. Thanks, John. Uh, Deuce is big, uh, big Jabril Peppers fan. I am. Yeah. I am. I, I mean, I, again, I liked what Bill said about him yesterday, and that, that was my take was that they're still getting a feel for him. He's still getting a feel for the defense. They don't know exactly – what he can do, but I think this Duggar injury might be the kind of thing that could really, you know, open the door for him to, you know, play more significant snaps, probably next to Mac Wilson in, in some of their base packages. Uh, Sill in Seattle writes in, uh, caller mentioned why people are jumping all over Mac Jones, and I feel that Mac Jones doesn't get enough credit for his part in the struggles of the offense. Nationally, the narrative is that he's a victim of the offensive coaching. I don't see it that way. I wasn't one of the people that were crowning Mac last year. I thought he was mediocre uh, then as much as I do now. Even during the week of this draft, I wrote in saying that drafting him would be the wrong thing to do. Mac is an NFL backup at best, and we will probably be stuck with him for the five-year stretch because of him being a first-rounder. This guy will only work on a team that will put top-end talent around him across the board, and Bill generally doesn't go for top-end talent in free agency or the draft. But even then, Mac is so limited, we could put an all-Madden team around him, and he wouldn't be able <laughs> right, to throw the ball in Buffalo after October. Oh, come on. Wow, well, Sill is really down on him. Yeah, the last part might not be wrong. But I mean, th- if you feel that bad, you really think he's getting a five years? <laughs> like, like well, I don't know if he's getting a four. I, I mean, think he'll get four. four and then I think we'll get four for different reasons. But, yeah, I mean, I, I suppose it depends on how you look at it. Some people that are on that side feel like he's been given a pass. And the people that are defensive of Mac feel like there's been too much of that, that, you know, criticism of yeah, Mac. Both are true. And both are probably true. Yeah, there's, there's probably been a little too much. I'm with Fred, what you said earlier in the show about the sample size. I'm not ready to yeah. make these blanket assessments based on two games. I don't think he's been great, but that doesn't mean I don't think he can be better going forward. Uh, Craig is in Charlotte. Um, with the run-heavy offense the Ravens have traditionally brought – and the threat Mark Andrews presents, what kind of personnel do you see the Patriots using? Do you expect heavier linebackers to stop the run or lighter linebackers to contain Lamar? Is this a, a big game for our safeties, and how big of a deal is it if Duggar can't go? Yeah, I think it's a big deal. I think it's a big deal. I think Duggar's a concern. I, he's one of the better tacklers back there. If they, if you had to choose between heavier or lighter, what would you choose? Lighter. Lighter. Me I mean, I think, like I just said, I think Kyle Duggar and, and Peppers as your kind of like inside linebackers, and, and you can use, you know, they've been putting Bentley on the edge. So, you know, maybe you put Bentley on the edge a little bit. You obviously, like Paul said, you got Judon. Dietrich Wise is a little bit more of a hand-down defensive end. He can play the other side. But I just think it's about that second level if you can get those, you know, th- those kind of Duggar – Mac Wilson got some speed on the second level to you know chase Lamar around. That that's probably probably the best. But I don't know how fast Peppers is. Like I mean, he's always been kind of a linebacker type safety. So you know where does his speed rank? I'm not sure. I put it up there with with, with what Duggar can do and, and the experience Duggar's had. So it does feel like this is a this is a, a bummer that Duggar can't go. Like as Evan was saying, that he's he's really ideally suited for for this kind of game. He'll play. Um, I think that the only team that I could even think of that I would opt for the heavier defensive personnel is Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like if you're it's gonna, like Tavai and Bentley. At yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're going to see 25 or 30 carries from Derrick Henry, you better have some some big boys out there to to combat that. Even maybe more Carl Davis in a game like that too. But you know, Buffalo's really good. Um, but I get you know the way they went after uh, Henry. You know, shooting for his legs. Yes, and not all big guys, small guys, just shooting for his. I legs. I noticed that, Fred. You know. Good observation. Got it to you. you. You gave me a compliment earlier. I'm going to return yeah. the favor. For I mean, that's they, a really good observation. They were observation. really effective. Yeah. Really effective. They were well, short tackling, low yeah. tackling. Yeah, don't let that, him yeah. get going. I mean, I, I, I don't believe it took people this long to realize you can't tackle that guy up around his shoulders. Right. But, um, yeah, Buffalo, uh, they're tough. Yep. They're tough. Travis is in Watertown, Connecticut. Uh, listening to this week's shows, there's a lot of love for Jacoby Myers, and I feel like rightfully so. I can still picture one of his first catches as a rookie, went up for a ball, and as soon as he caught it, raised his hands up higher so the defender couldn't knock it out. I just thought it was a very smart play for someone who was still learning the position relative to other pros in the league. I'm hoping he could be retained moving forward because he's exactly the type of guy the Patriots should reward, someone who earned his spot through hard work and following the program. Yeah. He's a guy that it wouldn't stun me if you – heard that they extended him during the season yep totally you know yeah because i don't think he's going to break the bank nope um he's a guy that they should be able to retain if they want to retain him yeah and i wouldn't be surprised now the other part of that is like the whole giardi thing like yeah, i'm right. not really sure about the plan the giardi thing maybe man. they don't like that maybe he doesn't like the fact that he feels that way yeah yeah i i i think this is a good question too do you think there's any chance they make an effort to retain nelson Aguilar? I would doubt it. I would doubt it. Because, I mean, he played pretty good last week. He did, but that's yeah. just one week. I, yeah, and I also think he's a little older. Yeah. I, I mean, he's not quite like a one-for-one one with Thornton, but I like just his feel cap, like – His cap hit right now is like $14.8 something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, and he's out. I you mean, think it's going it. down? Well, I mean, this is – But, right. I mean, like, if you want to retain him, do you think he's going to take less to stay? Like, you might take less if you're on the open market. You don't have any options. Yeah, I just I, I, my my concern is how do you how do you upgrade on him? You know, like how how does that happen? I mean, it, Ty- it's, it's tough to go in with Thornton, Parker, and and Myers. Yeah, back I wouldn't be surprised if Parker's not back either. But Tyquan Thornton has got to be a big part of what you're going to do next year. I I can't imagine a scenario that they don't think of that that him he's got to be a big part. Uh, Jack in Anaba says that Jabril Peppers ran a four four six at oh, the combine. All right, that's pretty good. Thank you. Uh, yeah. For sharing that with me eight years course, ago, of course Lamar Jackson runs like a four one or something crazy like that. But no, but that's something I for a that's linebacker. Pretty good. That's, that's pretty fast. Just, but that was also how many years yeah. ago? He's a, he was safety. Like twenty seventeen. Yeah. Jabril Peppers is safety. I, yeah. What did I say? Linebacker. Oh. There's a big yeah. difference. But, yeah. he was, I mean, a safe, a fir- but, but he's a first round pick. I mean, yeah. he's, he was know, a first round guy. safety, and I don't yeah. I don't doubt that he ran well as a first round safety. But that's a long time ago, and. More ACLs ago, and like <laughs> back when he had his original ACLs. No, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know, 100. Yeah. I I think he's a good athlete. I'm not yeah. suggesting that he can't run, but I, I used don't really to run care a four, what he ran. Four, I don't really a, care what he ran. It was a ten, yeah. not a forty, but you know. But that's pretty yeah. good for a ten. Yeah, you know, uh, for Lee's a guy in, who doesn't take the stairs. Lee's in Malvern. Who who doesn't take the stairs? You. you. <laughs> when. You were got off at one floor. I'm gonna need you, you to listen to oh, yourself. Okay. Well, for it, that thing. Well, that was. <laughs> uh, that's a hotel. But when I come to work, 
I was taking. You go up to E three. Yeah. I, right, I used to until yeah. you banished me to the basement. <laughs> you don't have. You don't to just now. walk up and now walk I just back walk down. In. Just How do you like your new digs? <laughs> uh, it's fine. It's really cold down there. Can I tell you? And I'm never cold. Is that right? It's very cold because well, of all the equipment. Area. You think that's why they keep it cold? Yeah. Is that why, Matt? It is. Yeah. Pump the AC in there. I went down and visited Paul today. Had some had some had some things to share with him. I was yeah. excited. Yeah. yeah, Mike. Uh, after ignoring me for be- the better part of two weeks, I gotta been, get. I have to he's been down a couple of times. You got to get it into your. It used to be so easy. I get in. Routine. I sit for a little bit. I get my things well, I know done. How it and then, you and always comes sat. Over and, you yeah, always yeah, sat, yeah, and yeah, I came yeah, to I you. Reestablish. Now, I got to reestablish. Now we got to change uh, it up. You know, I saw something about Kendrick Bourne's explosiveness, and I was like, I got to go see Paul <laughs> and right Mike was now. Tr- <laughs> Mike was triggered. Explosive. Like the guy that ran a four eight. Explosive. All right. Mike. He actually ran a four three two at the combine. Uh, Lee's in Malvern, UK. I love your show. Insight into the Patriots team. I think, like yourselves, I'm concerned that this year is going to be difficult if Mac isn't able to make the year two progression. I have two questions. If Mac had shown the same form as he did in this preseason, in his rookie year preseason, would you have started him over Cam or any of the other quarterbacks? Yeah. If you're asking me, yeah. the answer is yes. Yeah. But the better question would be would bill would that have been enough for bill yeah yeah i mean i don't think bill is as worried about preseason performances yeah fans are let's put it that i way. also think like to the point of the email like i'm really coming around on nine wins like, yeah i just i know they haven't looked great i know they don't have any explosiveness but it just feels like it's going to be just like last season where they're going to they're going to get you know a nice little run of, of games Jackson's in the middle playing sunday even if they drop this one and drop next week, I think. Well, I they're you know it's yeah. they're going to be a nine nine ten win. They're gonna they're gonna get those few games they need. I don't know we'll if they'll see. make the playoffs, but I so I, far I'm they're on like you know like, like when you have a mental picture of the schedule. So far, one and one is where I had it. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, OC Omanura on the NFL show over here. OC, uh, he listed what he thought were the worst three teams in the NFL this year. It was the Jets, Cowboys, and Patriots. I can't believe this. Do you have an opinion? Uh, I don't think they're one of the worst three teams in the league. Well, Omanura is a giant, right? Yeah. So he hates the Cowboys. Right. So and, and he, I could see him. Well, he I was think one he, of the wear blacks. And, and plus the, with Dak yeah. out. Yeah, you know. he's talking about with Dak out, and he's obviously talking about the uh, the Patriots offense in the first two weeks. I don't think the Patriots are one of the worst three teams in football. I don't either. No. Uh, having missed two dynasties due to chasing girls' beer and not being married with kids, <laughs> I feel like we are back where I started when I began my love for the Patriots and they were often the second best team. Well, I hope I wish we were just the second best team now. Yeah, I think he means when he was watching the game. <laughs> right? Oh, oh I, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know exactly what he means. I don't either. I don't yeah, I mean full disclosure, I'm speculating. It's like Jaws, you kinda have to take put your own thing into it. It's it's a little bit nebulous. If I do this piano wire <laughs> You go tell me about business again. This was no boat accident. Anything that drives me to Reddit. <laughs> uh, Ray in St. Louis. Did uh, you notify the authorities? <laughs> I know there's been a lot of Mac Jones talk. Um, he calls him Max. <laughs> uh, about how how his uh, the talks about how his reads are a little off and how he looks a little more confused compared to last year. Do you think this is because he was on a leash last year and was being told exactly what to do? Could but be. this year he has more freedom to make decisions, but he's just not seeing things. Could be. Right, and that's another reason why I'm not willing to say everything has been great with the coaches. <laughs> no. Because these, these are all things right. that you and I cannot possibly know. 
well, the only thing I know <laughs> is that there understand. was going to be a drop off post Josh McDaniels. That I, that's the only thing I know for sure is that without that guy, who you know, and I don't want to say holding his hand because that you know sounds worse than but it, it really was. He but could like, have he been knew everything, and he, he could have been right far there. more instrumental in Mac's performance last year than we'll ever know. And right now, if he's not getting the same kind of attention, that could have a far bigger impact on his performance than we'll ever know. Right. Um, let's see. Trent from Sylvan writes in, in my humble opinion, the play calling doesn't seem a lot different than last year's play calling, and it definitely isn't holding the offense back. Not that I'm wishing failure on him or hoping for his return, but if the over-under is 35 regular season games under McDaniels is back coaching the Patriots, would you take the over or under, or do you think he will ever come back? I don't think he'll ever I come don't, back. Yeah, no. I think it's and over. I don't think he's going to be a short-term guy in the – uh, uh, Las Vegas, either. Yeah, <laughs> Level week two. The oh, shine is off, they, McDaniel. They, lo- they lost two games. <laughs> I mean, so now he's. I mean, it's I know the same thing as there us. was some funny. Like, there was some some yeah. funny tweets. I'm not yeah. picking on the, like yeah. that was actual. Cute. I mean, I, I get it. You know, like you know, so we can have him back by week seven. That's fu- <laughs> like I get it. That's funny, but like if you legitimately think he's going to be gone in, in in you know a season, in two seasons. Yeah, I mean, I think you'd have to do something. Like, yeah, Ime Adoka something. I, I was just going to say. To be out yeah. of a job in two years. Or to be honest, his family's just like, we ain't living in Vegas Oh, anymore. okay. I mean, that, that's that's a different. That's that, a different. That was a conversation I had constantly, like, walking through Vegas with various people. Like, could you ever live here with your family? No. But that's yeah. another thing, though. Like, if it's that reason and he resigns, then he can't go to the Patriots. No. And I, and I like feel like. He'd be under contract. You'd have to work out some kind of arrangement. Yeah, I think. And I think. come I, here as an offensive advisor. I, I would go somewhere else. Like, if I was him, like, I just, I feel like you've been I don't here. think you can do that. You couldn't even You're going to go that. back to yeah. the well a third time. I, I, I have a hard time seeing it. Yeah. I mean, you could make a trade, but right. I think the Raiders would still have him under contract, is right. my point. Could he come with Devontae Adams? Could we get Probably him not. Deal? Damn it. Would Bill want Devontae Adams? He's too good. Too, too good. Uh, Brandon writes in, do you think when Thornton gets back that we'll have a poor man's Hill and Waddle duo with Aguilar and Thornton? I like our wide receiver room with them Destitute. and Myers and Bourne. What are your thoughts on that? I, it can't hurt. I don't, I don't know how exactly they're going to put together, but I think he's an intriguing player with, with the exact stuff that they need in terms of speed and, and even some size. Um, yeah, I just want to see him back. Yeah. I, 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 see I would love to do. see him back and not see them sending him into the center of the line to like be the lead blocker. Well, and that's the, like, I know it's easy to say after the guy gets hurt, but like you look at Tyreek Hill and you look at that guy and you think it's the same thing. Like He might be every bit as fast as Tyreek Hill, but he's like half the size. Yeah. And I'm not talking height. Yeah, it's 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 the it's the the quickness. I mean, it's like a fire the, hydrant like, against the. I don't like want to say the the foul thing, but the thickness. <laughs> like Tyree Kill is stacked. Yeah, like he can go over the middle, and I mean he's been hurt a lot too, but he can withstand some punishment over the middle. Tyquan Thornton. That's not an accident that he got hurt. He is little. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's the. I mean, I. I think I mean I everyone's gonna jump down my throat about this, but like he's the non he's a non freak Randy Moss. That's like the style of him. He's long speed. He's got a little bit of you know shimmy, but he's long and fast and tall. Um, yeah. You know he's not that he's not Randy Moss, but you know that's kind of the he is a little bit shorter, oh, not as fast, but that's the style I think yeah. of, of what he could kind of bring to the offense. So um, I want to get him back and see oh, yeah. if we can figure out how he can be implemented just in the offense. Just like Evan said, if, if at first he's just running wind sprints, yeah, fine. Just, just give just him something to think about. Give the defense is something to think about, you know? Um, was there a question yesterday from practice who was wearing number 17? 
Yes, that was Triskin Vizcaino as okay. the kicker. Right. So yeah. the question that Juan has is Nick Folk on the hot seat? I don't think so. But I mean, maybe he's, he's dealing with something right. physically that we don't know about. Yeah. They, I mean, they had Vizcaino around all offseason. And, you know, so I don't know. I, I, I always think it's good insurance to have another kicker around or somebody in the, in the wings. So, but we'll see. We'll yeah. see. I mean, obviously, Nick Folk. Yeah, with 16 guys in the practice squad, why not? You don't yeah. need 16 you know, potential backups. So, yeah, put one over there. I, I don't think it matters. Like, do you manage a kicker? Like his legs, his reps, his number of kicks he does? Like, oh, that, that, that could be, too. Maybe you just want to get your kicking in in practice so you want someone else doing it. That could be, too. Eyeball but emojis. You got, the jugs, you got the jugs machine, too. Like, no, but, I mean, if you, you really want to have need... live field goal at the end of practice or yeah. something like that and you want someone actually kicking them, yeah. could be. Um, who knows? Who knows? Uh, let's see. Dave in Bethlehem writes in, has the injury, this is off topic, has the injury to Trey Lance lowered the contract value of mobile quarterbacks? No. No. No, it's, I mean, I, I mean, I think anytime you hear anybody talk about Josh Allen right now, it's like, oh my God, he's amazing, but he's going to get hurt sometime. But let me just, <laughs> let me just say unequivocally, if Trey Lance had played for two years and been really good, do you think he'd be worth less? Oh. He's never played. That's why his value is down yeah because he's never played uh deshaun watson just signed after missing a whole year for extraordinarily controversial reasons 233 million guaranteed how, how did his value uh get impacted by mobile quarterbacks yeah yeah all right are we are ready we I, I i was kind of oh, seeing I, how long you were going to go for it I for, I for, we gotta stop forgot? Oh, i forgot we gotta stop it's time it's that time of week <laughs> I know there's only three of us here, but we got to hurry. We got to. We really got to hurry. I think three of us can do 20 minutes. I was going to say, we really don't have to hurry. We have to hurry. We don't have to What hurry. happened last week, Paul? Uh, last week, Fred Kirsch did a nice job of bouncing back after the most pathetic performance well, in the history listen, of, the, I, of the contest. Fred went 11-5 and five to win the week, uh, followed by Alex at 10-6, and six, Mike at 9-7, and seven, and Paul 8-8. Eight eight. Wow. All right. With the spread... Mike, nine and seven. I thought so. Good. Uh, Alex, eight and eight. Paul and Fred, seven and nine. Oh, that's not good. So season standings are as follows. There's only three of us that have done both weeks. Uh, so it's Paul, 18, 13, and one. Mike, 15, 16, and one. Fred, 13, 18, and one. Mm. With the spread, Paul, 17 and 15. Mike, 16 and 16. Fred. 11 and 21. I got, got some making up to do. It's I got process. some making up to do. It's a process, you know? Yeah. All right. So uh, I noticed in the Globe today, I always like to see how the uh, the experts, the true experts, the sharps. ones that write for the Globe, oh. um, how they're doing with the spread as compared to us. And they only have them listed as having uh, 31 games. <laughs> attention really? to detail. There's no attention to detail there. They only had 31 games. They don't, and only Ben Volan is over 500. He's like me. He's like, I think he was 17, 17, 14, and 1, something like that. Yeah. Or That'd no, 16, 16, 14, and 1. Yeah. He was a game better than me, but they have a tie, which we didn't have any ties. Oh. And they're missing a game. So I don't know exactly that. But he's the only one over 500. That won't, that won't last. All right. Uh, we'll start tonight, 8-15 on Prime Video. The one and one Steelers are at the one and one Browns in Cleveland. Cleveland by four and a half. 
four and a half. I, this is this is a tough one. I I just don't know which team I like less. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Cleveland to win at home, and I'm gonna take the points for Pittsburgh and assume it's a close, low-scoring struggle. I'm gonna take Cleveland both ways. I think they bounce back from that debacle. Um, I still think Nick Chubb is taking far too much heat for um, scoring a touchdown to give him a two-score lead in the last two minutes of the game. But yeah. I'm going to go with the Browns, but not to cover. Um, on the other hand, I'm, I'm, I got a feeling in Pittsburgh they're not going to be too worried if they don't win a lot of games this year. I'm not saying they're tanking. No, they got to get Kenny Pickett in there yeah. if they're going to do that. This is yeah. like the prologue. This season's going to be like, oh, Kenny Pickett came in and uh, like we're just yeah. we're kind of like, trending. I understand wheels right now. I understand sticking with Trubisky because you think that he gives you a better chance to win games now. I think he probably does. But if you think like Fred's talking, you got to change. Yeah, you got to get him some some experience and not worry about the results. I think the end of the season will be exciting for them. They'll feel like they found something with Pickett. He'll play okay. Okay. And, and yeah. All right. Um. So I'm going to take Browns. Uh, yeah, to I win and not cover. And I will try to get uh, Alex's picks off air. Uh, Sunday at 1, the 1-1 one one Saints are at the 0-2 Panthers. New Orleans by 3. Uh, just to let you guys know, a lot of home dogs this week. Okay. Lots. Nine. A lot of, a lot nine. of home dogs. Nine home dogs. It's New Orleans nine. by 3 with Jameis Winston Carolina. I'm going to take New Orleans uh, on the road, and I will, I will lay the points, too, against Carolina. Yeah, I'm going to do that, too. Um, I don't know. I think New Orleans is in trouble with the quarterback situation. He's banged up bad. Four broken bones in his back. Can't do any more damage, though. So so says the uh, <laughs> the, the medical Can't folk. get more broken. I'll take New Orleans, but I don't feel great about it. I'm going to go with the Panthers from the upset uh, to win this game. Uh, Sunday at 1, the 0-1-1 Texans are at the 1-1 one one Bears. Chicago by two and a half. All right, so what do we got? Davis Mills. Yeah, two rookie quarterbacks. Uh, yeah, two second-year second guys. guys. Buddy Rex Burkhead uh, back in the picture there with Houston. Good for him. Uh, man, this is a tough one again. But I'm going to go with the Texans. Got to hurry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Put me down for the Texans. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take the Texans too. Uh, Chicago, they're so afraid of their offensive line, they won't even let Justin Fields throw the ball. Yeah. Boy, you know, you talk about people being down on Mac Jones. Whew. People are down on Justin Fields. Oh, I haven't seen that at all. Oh, no? No. Oof. He have. doesn't throw. He's, he's attempted like 20 passes. Yeah, and people are saying he stinks. That's No, why. it's because of the offensive oh, line. Oh, They're afraid. I'm just saying what I heard. I'm just, just I'm just telling you what I've heard. I'm telling you what I heard. I haven't watched a game, so I don't even have an this opinion. A, this is a hearsay argument. I mean, I think last week he was like 7 for 8 in the fourth quarter. <laughs> like yeah, It was like, ridiculous. <laughs> Um, with that offensive line, but I'm going to take. No, he's going to get killed. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to take the Texans as well. Um, Sunday at one, the two and and0 Chiefs are at the o one and one Colts. Kansas City by six and a half. <sighs> Indianapolis, I, I, I kind of, I don't want to say I had high hopes for them, but I thought it would be better than it's looked. I it's did too. Surprising, you know. Um, I, I'm, I'm back on my train of just picking Kansas City, and I'm going to pick them again and lay the points. Yeah, I I'll guess when a team like Atlanta is willing to give up their quarterback, you should think, well, why are they willing to give him up? <laughs> yeah. Because they need a new quarterback. I know, but they they have to, they're in a total rebuild I know. down to the studs. Uh, I'll take Kansas City, but I will take the points at home. I'll take six and a half at home. I will go KC both ways. 
Sunday at 1, the 2-0 Bills are at the 2-0 Dolphins for a big AFC East division matchup. Bills by 6.5. Wow. Uh, yep, yeah, I'm going with Buffalo. I can't, I can't pick against those guys the way they're playing right now. I, I just would love to see if a team's able to, to find something that they can get on them on either side of the ball, just you know, some kind of success scoring points, consistently moving the ball, or, or maybe forcing a punt. You know, that's <laughs> it continues to be they an issue. They punted plenty of times the other night. Uh, I will take Buffalo, but again, I'll take six and a half at home. I'll really? Take the points, yeah. Uh, until further notice, I got to go with the Bills both ways. I mean, I think Red Ass McDermott uh, has an advantage over he McDaniel. He does have the Red Ass. <laughs> Still red he even does. after all these. He definitely has. <laughs> the he's the red just ass. red all over, so you just assume his ass is red. <laughs> Pump I mean, a Smurf, you know. Um, Sunday at one, the one and one Lions are at the one and one Vikings. Uh, Vikings by five and a half. God. I hate the Vikings. This I, is a, I hate this a, picking yeah. them. I hate thinking about it. I told you last week I'm in an abusive relationship oh, with the Vikings. And we they all did, are. And they did, it, they did it to me again. They, they screw you every they week. They always do it. I'm going to take Minnesota to win, but I'm going to take the points for Detroit. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown uh, just is, is putting on a clinic here over the last whatever, however many games. Crazy. I think it's eight games with eight or more receptions, eight straight. Uh, I'm going to do the same thing. I'll take Minnesota, but I will take the points. We're all on Minnesota and the points. So I'm, I'm going the same way. Uh, Sunday at 1 uh, uh, is the 0-2 Bengals at the 1-1 one one Jets. Bengals by 5.5. Bengals by 5.5. At home. At the Jets. Yep, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah I'm going to take, I'm gonna take the uh, – Man, it, but the Jets have put up some points with Flacco. You know what? I don't think it matters. I think Cincinnati gets on track this week, and uh, I will lay the points. Uh, I am going to do the same thing. I think um, if you take out the last two minutes of that meltdown, you know, it's pretty average offensively for the Jets. I'll take Cincinnati. I will take Cincy, but I'll take those points. I'm going to take those points. I'm on New Jersey. Uh, Sunday at 1, 0-2 Raiders at the 0-2 Titans. Raiders by one and a half. Raiders by one and a half. Man, uh, Tennessee couldn't really do anything. It feels like they're trending downward. I think Josh uh, gets the win. I will take them and uh, and lay them. Yeah, I will take Vegas as well. I think they are the better team. Um, but yeah, either one of them has been very impressive. Somebody has to get off the schneid that in this game, but that doesn't mean they deserve to. Right. Uh, I'm going to go with the Raiders as well, but it's, this to me, this is a pick em. Yeah, basically. Uh, what were the points? One and a half. One. Yeah. Uh, Sunday at 1, 2-0 and o Eagles at the 1-1 one one Commanders. Uh, Philly by 6.5. Man, I, like, I'm picking a lot of road dogs today. Road uh, favorites. Road favorites, I'm sorry. Thank you for correcting me on that. Um, and I got to do it. Again, here, I'm going to take Philadelphia. I'll lay those points as well. Yes, I will take Philadelphia, but I will take the points to keep it close. Philly coming off a Monday night game, never know. Paul is correct uh, in his pick, and I will pick the same way. Uh, NFC East, early early division game, it'll be closer than you think. Um, now we're going to skip over the Patriots Don't mess it up this at 1 o'clock and we're going to move to the later afternoon games. 4-0-5 1-1 Jaguars at the 1-1 Chargers. The lack by 7. Lack by 7. Uh, yeah, Jacksonville's okay. Um, 
but I think I'm going to take the Chargers and I'm going to I'm going to lay the points. I think they have a, a nice output. Yeah, I thought about taking the points, but I'm not going to. I think the the lack uh, puts together. You know, ten days off, they put together a good offensive performance. Yeah, this I is will. The kind of game they lost last year, by the way. Yeah, I will take the points because I think Trevor Lawrence is going to show people that he was is a good quarterback this year. I think year. he's been okay. He wasn't yeah. great in the opener, but he was really good in the second game. Yeah. Um, I think he's been all right. I think he's going to yeah. benefit from I, having an NFL coach. I yeah. root for the guy. I really do. Yeah. I mean, well, I could care I root for anybody who gets so badly mismanaged. That's right. That he did last year. I, with I Urban feel Meyer. for the kid, and he hasn't complained. No, a guy who know. didn't even have enough respect for the for the process to go home with his team. Like that to me yeah. is unbelievable. Um, so I'll take those points. Uh, Four twenty-five. The one and one Rams at the Cardinals. One and one. The Lar by three and a half. Three and a hay. Oh, man, I'm tempted again. You know what? Now I'm going to take the Rams. I'm going to take the Rams, and I'm going to lay the points. Me too. I think the Rams have uh, really controlled this matchup in in division under Kyla Murray. Yep, we're all in lockstep there. 425, 0-2 Falcons at the 1-1 Seahawks. Seahawks by one and a half. Oof, another another gross one here. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to take Seattle. I'll lay the points. Yeah, I'm going to take Atlanta. Uh, I don't know why. This is a team that never finds a way to win, but I just think Seattle stinks. Yeah, I know, but they both do. Right? I know. And bad know. team, You're you take right. the home team. You're right. So You're absolutely right. I'm taking. I'm going by Paul's rule. I'm taking the Seahawks. And you are right. That's probably why I'll lose that game. 425, 1-1 one one Packers at the 2-0 Buccaneers. Ooh, game of the week. Game the of ba- the week. The Bay of Pigs. Uh, Tom Brady was at practice on Wednesday. So I know. He must really want it. So despite reports. Big game. I think he doesn't want to lose to Aaron Rodgers. I just think you he know? doesn't want to go home. <laughs> well, that could be. But I, I think <laughs> – I hear the report that uh, during that 11-day uh, hiatus that he was in New York with uh, his – the oldest son there. Is that Jack? Jack. Yeah. 15th birthday party with Bridget. Oh. Yeah. Right. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. 15. You know, we talk about – Maybe – but doesn't that make sense of something that could have been arranged ahead of time? Like, you, you know mean? how they, they said – that was the big thing at the time is Tampa knew about this. Right. That he was going. Right. Well, 15 is a big birthday, Paul. Well, I'm just saying maybe he just said, I, I don't. I want to be there for his birthday. I'm going to miss some time. Now, he didn't miss 11 days because of that. No. They must, but that might have been one of the things. Turned yeah. 15. Dad brings you Good for him. Good for Tom. He's Tom Brady. He can do what the hell he wants. What's the line? Uh, Tampa by one and a half. One and a half. Uh, Tom, terrific. I'm going to take Tampa Bay at home. I will, uh, I will lay that point and a half. That's what I'll be rooting for, but I'm going to take Green Bay. Paul's instincts are the same as mine. I, I, I'm going with Green Bay this game. Also, then they might have a letdown the next week. Um, <laughs> Perfect. It's chess. And, uh, One step ahead. So now we go to uh, 820 Sunday night on NBC. Um, the 1-1 one one 49ers are at the 1-1 one one Broncos. San Fran by 1.5. This feels like a small line to me. I mean, I know it's Denver. Of course, Denver home. a home underdog. Yeah, that never happens, guy. Yeah, all right, I'm wrong, but I'm gonna. But take Denver home, I'm that gonna, always happens. Correct. I'm right. gonna take. I'm gonna take San Francisco. Uh, I will take Denver to win the game outright. Uh, I'm gonna go with the 49ers. The Jimmy train keeps on chugging. All he does is win. win yeah, win, no matter what. Moving over to Sunday, 8:15. Uh, the one and one Cowboys are at the two and zero Giants. Giants by one and a half. Wow, 
Giants by one and a half. This game uh, will not scratch my itch on Monday night. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to take Dable on the Giants, I guess, and I'll lay that, that point and a half. Uh, I'm with Deuce. I think the Giants um, playing well, not great, but uh, the schedule's been favorable. And they're taking advantage. I'll take the Giants yeah, without uh, Dak Prescott. I'll go with the Giants as well. The Dable-led Giants. Good for Brian Dable. Good oh, for Brian Dable. One I of the real good guys. I like him. All right, now we move back there you go. to Sunday at 1. Getting enough. Uh, right here at Gillette Stadium. The 1-1 one one Ravens visit the 1-1 one one Patriots. 1 o'clock season op- uh, home opener for the Patriots. Uh, Ra- Ravens, I'm sorry, by 2.5. 2.5. Oh. Uh, I'm going to continue my trend. I'm feeling some Patriots positivity. I didn't. I picked against them last week. Uh, I think the Ravens are better than they showed last week, their defense. I'm not sure the Patriots can take advantage of that secondary, uh, even if they were. But regardless, a lot of respect for Lamar. But I, I think somehow the Patriots are going to pull it out. Uh, I'm going to take the Pats 27-24. to 24. Yeah, I like Baltimore in this game. I just think this is shaping up as mid to high 20s, and I'm not sure the Patriots are ready to get there. And for that reason, I'm going to take Baltimore 27-16. They clean up the issues they had in the fourth quarter against Miami in the secondary. They don't allow those chunk plays, and I think that's the difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take those points, but I'm taking the Ravens to win 24-22. Ouch. Yeah, I wish I could get three. Can I get three, Paul? You could buy them no. online, probably. Uh, I'll give you three. No, nah, uh, 24-22 is my, my uh, score. I'll let you buy the half a point. Yeah. How do they get to 22? Oh, it's crazy. You know crazy <laughs> things are going to happen. That's yeah. <laughs> all they do. Yeah. So, uh, yes, folks, I did pick against the Patriots, uh, but it's a close game. I was still early. I'm not going to lie. I was a little taken aback. It's a process. Yeah. Yeah, it's a process. Coming. All right, uh, stay tuned for the playbook with John Rook. Uh, Step inside the playbook. And Step it is in. Thursday, so the pregame show on Sunday, 1045. Yep. Correct. And, and Evan Lazar will be joining uh, the John Rook on the playbook. So okay. Don't, don't forget, oh, okay. Don't okay. After that. he gets back from the fitting. Oh, he's, he's right back. there. Oh, he's right here. Okay. So <laughs> I, had all ha- I had a little inside information. See that, that guy right there? All hands on deck. He's all right. Right there. We'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.